You are listening to Thursday Nights Season 4, Episode 1. Listeners, welcome to season four. This is our we are we are now in our ninth year of live streaming and podcasting tabletop role playing games, and I cannot believe that it has been this long. Um, we get emails and, and and tweets occasionally from people that listen to the podcast, appreciate when we put out new episodes, and it just it just blows my mind that you all have been with us for that long. It has been nine years. It's insanity. Anyway, I wanted to give a little thank you to the listeners here. Uh, we don't see you as much as we see the viewers on the on the live stream who are who are chatting while we're going. But we love you all the same, and uh, and thank you so much for listening. Um, you can always email us uh, any feedback about the show to podcast at thursdaynights.com, or you can tweet us at Thursday Nights. Um, a little intro for season four. Uh, this season is a return to Dungeons and Dragons. So we're playing Dungeons and Dragons fifth edition, which is the latest edition. And um, you're going to hear some uh, familiar voices. Eric w- uh, rejoined us near the end of season three, and he is back full time for uh, season four. And uh, Kevin uh, Breakstone, who uh, also has been uh, on and off throughout the seasons, is on full time for season four. And Kel, who has been a longtime podcast listener, um, she is joining us not every week, but uh, but many of the weeks for our season four campaign. And so it's very, very exciting. We've got a very full table with seven players, and uh, and it's sure to be a lot of fun. So without further ado, going to... Uh, Pass you on over to the recording of our first episode of this new D&D season. The wind rushing through your hair as your air balloon is being carried through the currents of wind, of air, high above the Sword Coast, high above the Sword Coast in the land of Faerun. Oh yeah, we're, we're gonna read. Yeah, stop, 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 stop throwing the stuff while I'm trying to do a narration here. I was clearing the sword coast. <laughs> By throwing clattery. Alright, that, over, is, that is the over. sword coast. Do over. We're running into pencil. The wind is rushing through your hair. As if you have hair. We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, <laughs> Group therapy. Ah, the five of you, along with a turtle, large. Turtle Man, in an air balloon, high above the Sword Coast, not the coast itself, but the general area called the Sword Coast, heading towards the small town of Oakhurst. For there is, um, well, you can give your own reasons for being here, but uh, for some of you, a word was put out that there is a reward for any adventurers um, that could come and, uh, and investigate and recover some 
missing people. A wealthy family is offering a, a handsome reward for the return of um, for the return of their children. More details to be provided um, when you arrive in Oakhurst. You have hired or are otherwise traveling with Grumbar, the Tortle Balloon Captain. I'm Grumbar, and you can hire my services for five gold pieces per day per person. Jose Balloon is not the fastest way to travel over the land. We are at the winds of the air currents. However, high above the surface, you will find yourselves not beset by the dangers of goblins and bandits and cobbles and rats and giants and walking trees. Yes, well-placed spear can do a lot of damage. As he glances up to his balloon and you see a huge patch on one side of the balloon and a huge patch on the other side of the balloon, some animal hide sewn into the balloon. Just two patches. Two patches. Here's the captain. What did I get? Whatever gets us where we're going. And he says all this as you're still traveling through the air. He's like he's practicing his speech. Five gold pieces per day. He says, We should be at Oakhurst before sundown today. Oakhurst. Did you say cursed? Oak. Oh, cursed! I'm dealt with my deal of curse as a chance to avoid I just got my curse of just going. That's very foreboding. That's very. Who do we see in this balloon? Slowly surprised. Who do we see in this balloon? Around the table. It's hard not to see Bear Jaw. Most people assume it's Especially among a group of mostly dwarves. And that guy. Um. The, the eight foot tall, 310 pound Goliath stands out <laughs> kind of awkwardly at times because the balloon is a bit low. Um, gray skin, bald. You exaggerate how low the balloon is. There's plenty of room for you to stand up straight. <laughs> you're like, finally, pop, pop. <laughs> we all know you're tall. It's hard not to. Um, it's hard not to. Um, and yes, quite, quite indeed. Uh, uh, so you, I guess you would say that is the primary uh, distinctive feature. One's tallness, kind of built like a, like a, like a bodybuilder type, like that old school we were talking about, like from like nineteen, yeah, 1970s bodybuilder, like every muscle gleaming and defined. Oiled. Um, that's sweat, but sure, oiled. Um, <laughs> we'll go with that. Um, no, that's just, her war oil she puts I, on before I put a fight. Is <laughs> bear grease different? <laughs> um, and she uh, stands uh, stoically, slightly like this, um, and tries generally not to step on anybody with with minimal success. Someone gets stuck. Uh. <clears throat> We've heard your pitch about a dozen times already, but thanks for the information about Wimbleby Raven. Uh, a middle-aged dwarf. I mean, all dwarfs kind of look like they're middle-aged. But, uh, middle-aged dwarf. Um, Even under the ground, aged. 
rich, very well-kempt beard, um, and not much on top. It's, it's got like kind of the horseshoe of hair going around here. <laughs> a friar. Yeah. Um, nice. not, not a friar, that's intentional. This is just, you know, male pattern baldness. This is, I, I meant to do this, but not really. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, we'll call MPB from the rest of the campaign. MPB. Yeah. Uh, uh, standing about four foot four. So, you know, about Bear Jaw's belly button, maybe? If that? Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Um, just enough. Just tell me. Yeah. Um, wearing, uh, with a big old shield, he's hauling around somewhere handy, somewhere, and uh, a book of prayers uh, is Baron Baldurk, dwarf. Hanging Where? over the sides of the balloon are large uh, satchels where much of your equipment can be, uh, can be stored and slung. There's plenty of room in the balloon for it to be a halfway comfortable flight over multiple days. Um, so, you know, it's not spacious, but you're not having to, like, stand shoulder to shoulder in this thing. This ain't, this ain't a tourist balloon. It's a little bit, uh, a little bit better than that. Slight correction. It's not large enough to be comfortable. Next to Scrimcorn, the half-elf druid. <laughs> As you look it? over... <clears throat> You hear a strange noise and look over, and Scrimcorn is just releasing a magnificent snot rocket over the side of the <laughs> the balloon. Magnificent house. He wipes someone's he, he wipes his nose with a dark green cloth. When you realize it's actually a leech, and he crumples it up and throws it off <laughs> edge of the balloon. Snot <clears throat> rocket or the yeah. cloth? The Did he first <laughs> one and then the other? First one and then the other. It's leeches all the way down. He speaks like he has. He speaks like he has something stuck in his throat. He seems to always have something new stuck in his throat. Stage four emphysema. Just a lot of a lot of phlegm and a lot of infections. He's a gross man. His fingernails. He's got a couple of like the blackened fingernails that like he hadn't been smashed. He clearly, you know, he he talks a lot about the swamp and the bog, and it looks like he brings a little bit of it with him wherever he goes. And just uh, dropping out of the he's just he's he's just a, a, a filthy man. He's like pig pen, uh, but you, but you don't want to hang out with him. Uh, 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 a dwarf is standing slightly by his side. Uh, and says, uh, "I'm surprised to see you here." Uh, this is a rather uh, naive-looking dwarf. Uh, he's got uh, big old glasses on. Um, connected with just like a tightly bound strap around his head to keep him on. And he continually pushes him off. Close shorn, red hair, and uh, big mutton chops connected by a mustache. No chin hair. Um, and he's wearing kind of this motley... No, no chin hair. No chin so hair. Mutton, just mutton chops Close shorn, mutton chops with the mustache connector. <laughs> it's oh, it's dwarf pattern baldness. <laughs> dwarf pattern baldness. <laughs> 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 the ones underneath the DVD. <laughs> upside down. Shame to his family. Uh, uh, that a girl? He's got a, uh, a motley assortment of hides, cape, all kinds of just clothes thrown together um, that look like they've, they've seen a lot of wear, but covered in just pockets and pouches with little straps and things hanging out. Um, and this old-looking walking stick, which is an ancient bell hanging off of it that never seems to ring. Um, but he, he looks innocent enough, which is why it's surprising when he introduced himself to you as 
Drusten Green, um, using a, 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 a last name of Green, which shows that he's been exiled from his clan and lost his true dwarven clan name. But he says, uh, Ach, Baron, Macht, good to see you to it again. It's been well, over a decade or so. Uh, he is a young dwarf, just 65 years old. It's Baron? Baron? Baron. 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 Got it. Baron. Baron. Like Baron. No, no, just, just one syllable. Baron. Like Baron. Like Burn, but Baron. Baron. Baron's an end. So, that's said in a single syllable. Okay. But Baron. Like, I'm going to burn you. I'm going to burn them. Burn them all. Gotcha. That's the very important. Mock the dwarf replies. Gruffly. Mock? Clearly in a sour mood. Mock. 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 Thank you. Mock. And he says, Ah, I'm never in a good mood when I'm on the surface, and even worse when I'm 30 feet in the air. This is ridiculous. And as as he speaks, you see that the, the volume tends to increase with every word that he says <laughs> until he's literally shouting at the top of his lungs, which seems from his rest of his facial expressions extremely comfortable for him. Uh, but otherwise, what you have here is uh, a, a, a middle-aged dwarf, uh, you know, whatever, between 100 and 200 years old. Full, full bald paint, big bushy blonde beard with a couple of braids in it. And uh, yeah, a fairly sour expression that matches, that would match the scent coming from beneath his chainmail, mm. except that Scrimcorn's also in this, in this <laughs> balloon, and it's just, you know, there, 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 there's physical presence, and then there's aromatic presence. Yeah. And Mach can neither compete, like an aura. Can compete with neither of those in their own right, but for his own self, you see a very, a very, uh, a very staunch and, and, and stout-built creature with uh, knotted muscles, and despite, the, again, the, the heavy armaments, and uh, the heavy armor, and, and the, the large uh, stone Maul, two-handed, uh, two-handed <laughs> hammer with them. Nice. He doesn't seem to be troubled by any of that weight, just the altitude. Altitude is a real thing. Yeah, and he, uh, he 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 accompanies the the snot rocket overboard with a huge, <sighs> and then uh, adds his uh, <clears throat> uh, oral defecation to the mix. Oh. Well, that characters are, are like a Pokemon Brown. evolving, Brown. like Got young okay. hair. No. Medium age, balding, yeah. old, ball. <laughs> all right. See, no, no, no. I like you. I like you all because you all have different. Well, you're color, older though. Color no, I'm older than you. Yeah, he's the oldest one. He's the green dwarf. Oh, you're the he's oldest one. Yeah. Dwarf, yeah. And you're 191. Yep. He has green color as well. No, his name is Green. 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 green by bright green eyes. What's your, what color is your? Uh, what's your, ball, your hair? See. Brown. Brown. Green. We call that brown. Dirt brown. Just brown. Oh, it's a brown. So Shit brown when I'm not in a good mood. Alright. <laughs> that means all the time. Alright. Rumbar picks up a small crossbow. You've seen him do this, seen him do this a few times. Small crossbow. You've seen him do this a few times. He pulls back, uh, uh, pulls back the catch. It's a, it's a hand crossbow. And uh, you see him grab a little... Uh, um, it's like a little sphere as he sticks it onto the end of a small bolt. Uh, he gets out, not a lighter, of course, um, like a little, a little piece of flint 
Flint lights the uh, uh, lights the ball and he shoots it into the air above the above the airship. It fires. It goes shoots up into the air, explodes out into just a whole bunch of like dust, highly visible, you know, bright brown uh, like light brown dust flies out, and then you can see it get caught by the wind currents and flew, flow faster than the balloon ahead. And he says, "Time to go up." And he reaches into another bag. You see him grab some uh, brown pellets, like little uh, little cylinders, like the size of a like York peppermint patty. And uh, he tosses a couple into a uh, into a fire that is um, that is raging in the um, like a pot-bellied stove. Yeah, yeah a little pot. Yeah, yeah, a little little pot-bellied stove. As he tosses some in the fire, uh, the fire they quickly catch, and the fire lights. And you see the contraption above the fire is a uh, is a we might call a chimney capturing the heat mm -hmm. as it then uh, has a bend at the end that bends it in towards the balloon. There's an extra attachment at the uh, at the top that into the balloon. It's actually got several pipes that then point back down towards you all as you can feel the heat, some of the heat being shunted down towards you. For it is uh, the dead of winter, the week before. Um, it's not the dead of winter, but it's the week before the winter solstice. It is a cold time in the Sword Coast, and the landscape down below is covered in snow. And uh, and as he puts this fuel on, the, uh, the you can see the balloon rises up higher above the treetops, and sure enough, as it raises up into that uh, into that higher section of air, you can see the the landscape below you speeds up as it uh, as it moves past, and he says. Maybe well before sunset. Come on, letters. All right. The faster, the better. It takes the rest of the day to, I mean, it takes the you know, take takes most of the day as he uh, as he said to arrive uh, towards where you are, and he says, "Here we are, if my navigation is correct, and it always is." Oakhurst is about a mile away. I'm gonna bring us down now. And you see, he rotates his, uh, the chimney as the, the bent part that points in towards the balloon rotates to point outwards from the balloon so the hot air uh, just goes into nothingness. And he pulls another cord and, uh, and it, hot air vents out of the top of the balloon as the, as the balloon starts slowly going towards the ground. He says, not very precise on the landings. About a mile is the closest I can get you. Um, so refresher. The job that we have taken is to go to Oakhurst and do what one more time? Missing people. There are missing, missing people and okay. details uh, to be provided by the family in Oakhurst. Sounds good. Uh, but uh, but you know but danger and 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 uh, uh, dungeons and maybe dragons. <laughs> and perhaps and or and or. <laughs> so, uh, question: Is this our first go around all together? Uh, you tell me who's been here uh, together. Wait, I mean, we're cousins. I mean, yeah. like, have yeah. we all grouped up and like done a little adventure once before oh, this? This group, as this group, or no, is this first time so. this group? This, first this, time this group. This Aaron has brought us together. Is my understanding. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely never seen any. We've done some minor adventuring together. Okay. But the Not that says, would necessarily uh, remember you from he one He says, visit. Cousins? I'm surprised to see you here. What brings you out from the clan? I never thought I'd see you beyond the walls of our three great uh, families. Well, uh, I'm on the seven-year mission. 
to go and recover lost artifacts and lost artifacts fallen holds of our people. Well, they didn't kick you out for that, huh? Well, dwarven artifacts. <laughs> <laughs> You're having these discussions as you are walking towards the city. The balloon landed on the ground. Grumbar says, I can take care of my balloon. Don't worry about me. And he's like letting it down. He's got a bunch of cords that he's pulling and he's gently setting it to the ground as you know he's, he's gonna start folding it up. How tall is he? How big is he? Like He's like, uh, uh, he's seven feet tall. So he's, a, he's a big turtle. Man. I have no idea how big turtles are, They're but Grumbar's now seven size, feet. So he's a very <laughs> tall turtle. They're typically regular size, but okay. He's a very big, like when you say regular size. Shoes. Like would average you, would you like some size. Size. Would, you, would you like some Would you like some guidance or is it seven feet? He is seven feet tall. He is a, he is a very large turtle. But turtles are not seen very often. Eric, how does that compare to other turtles? Um, I wouldn't know. <laughs> totally I'm a unusual. dwarf who lives underground. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Uh, Mons, I was saying it looked like you were looking it up. I, 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 was, I was going to if Greg wanted, he said no, so I'm done. Yeah, okay. Fine. Uh, did Mark come to protect your cousin? Yes, cousin. For what purpose am I here? Well, uh, I know you'd been out about for quite a while, and, uh... I'll cut you short. It's coin and nothing more. <laughs> Y'all can take care of your lily-livered hides yourself. You don't need me watching after you. Not that I haven't pulled you out of a scrap or two already in, in these short years of your life, but I figure I come, stick with family, I trust family, as about as far as I can throw, which isn't that far, but it's farther than most people I know. I could probably throw all of you very well. Dristan's just smiling. You seem like you could, Lassie. Ah, uh, it's good to be amongst family again. I miss this. I uh, <coughs> uh, 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 Trust some of these guys. Can we really trust these families? Sometimes this people is have my blood here. Some people have cousins that they don't trust. I mean, you here say you we can trust them, but then you give me. Can't. <laughs> Scrimshaw, by my blood, I, we can trust these. And then, like, a dust mote hits his eye, and he's just like, don't wink. Don't wink. You're It's good to see you again, cousins. Uh, did be, uh, did you call him Scrimshaw, or was that a misspeak? He did call oh, him Scrimshaw. That, I called him I was... Scrimshaw. That's my cute nickname for him. Scrimshaw. <laughs> It's good to see you too. I'm surprised to see you on a quest. Uh, I figured uh, oh, nice. monetary needs were not uh, one of yours. The reward is not my primary goal here. I'm here on personal business. <laughs> Sounds Italian. Personal <laughs> business. Uh, why are they ever gonna meet boy? You gotta tell him not to ask him about his business. It's funny you have these cousins. I. I have a half brother around these parts somewhere, but I don't can't seem to find him. A lot of backstory development with him. No, until the show's later, he's not here. Who is this? Who is this disgusting companion of yours? I haven't bathed in two months. Disgusting. I have barely, barely power, power uh, within my ability to withstand his his presence ten feet upwind. Justin actually thinks his name is Scrimshaw. <laughs> <laughs> He's too embarrassed to think so. <laughs> this uh, uh, cousins, uh, the 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 world is wide and uh, interesting. Uh, this is one of the many interesting people I can meet outside the clan. This is Grincorn, a very wise 
an aged man. I've come to him many times and uh, to help me with my journeys, seeking runes and relics and cairns and graveyards and, and citadels and abandoned places while, of the earth. While, while Green Dwarf is talking, Green you Dwarf. see you see Bearjaw kind of exhale sharply out of her nose and like that kind of like, because it's so cold, yeah. the, the, the mist comes out and she just starts trudging faster <laughs> in the snow. And you know, it's like she's not wearing like any like heavy stuff like to keep you warm or anything. It seems like it's not even a doesn't even notice the cold and leaving these two very determined trudge marks, <laughs> you know, like furrows. They, furrows in the snow as she trudges ahead. Clearly, um, has has had enough of this on the balloon. <laughs> do, do any of you know that one? Stretch, stretch. She's a big end. <laughs> She's made a nice. She came. Uh, gets smaller as she gets further away, though. When you hired, uh, when you hired Grumbar, uh, she was part of the. Um, she was. She was part of the deal and said, "I'll take you where you need to go, but I've got. Uh, I have some other. I have some other affairs to the same location. I think you all have heard the same call, and uh, and that's how you. Those of you that weren't traveling together before ended up on the same thing, okay. so happenstance right met each other, uh, but yeah. while there's connections between all of you, uh, nobody... Uh, Nothing like a giant to break the ground for travel. I know, I was going to say, thank you, Lassie. My short legs can't do such a good job of it as you are doing. <laughs> we hide. Follow behind her. <laughs> the town of... Oakhurst. The town of Oakhurst. Oakhurst? Is... Oakhurst. Oakhurst. Well, you call it a city or a town. It's got 900 people in it. That's, that's a, a town. That's, that's a town. town. Yeah. That's, that's a village. Wait, Everybody that's knows each other. That's or like not. a hamlet. Yeah, or a hamlet, really. Is it, is it a hamlet? Wait, is this 900 or 9,000? Wait a minute. 900 9,000? 900, including outlying farms. Okay, yeah, this is small. It's a town. It's a town. Oh, Mostly. This is what humans it's call a, bird. a city. Uh, As you approach the. There are no city, there are no city walls in a town this small. As you approach, as you walk up the the, the road, you cut onto a road. Like, you weren't on a road when you landed, but then you found a road and continued on. Uh, you see a, uh, a human with a, uh, a sword on his uh, sword on his hilt and a beard on his face. That's where your sword should be. And he says, Hail, travelers! God, who's her face? Hail and well met! Who are you? Who's the Hail! <laughs> We've come... In answer to the call for aid. His eyes go wide and he says, Really? So soon the... God, I don't have... All my notes are scattered. Matron. Where the hell you pick up the notes? The castle. The Hukwelis will be be happy to hear that that they're... How happy? That the call was answered so soon. Please, please, come on in. Make yourselves comfortable. Get yourselves out of the cold. What cold? Very appreciated. What's the name of the people we're here for? Okay. Ukulele. Ukuleles. <laughs> what was Co- the name, the family name? Kukrales. 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 Everyone's saying a different word. H-U-C-R-E-L-E. Wait, 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 what? One more thing. H-U-C-R-E-L-E. I'm getting screwed up because one note is putting the red squiggly line under the words, making them hard to read. And so I need to figure out how to turn off spell check. H-U-C? The ukuleles? We're going to make H-U-C-R-E-L-E. 
Ugh, they're human. So How do I turn off? Off? We'll just call them. Oh, you. How do I turn off a spell check family. on them? Ah, uh, family. I don't know this how is, you would uh, say that. This is a. Oh, this is my friend's room call. Crowl? Who crowls? Who crowls? Who crowls? Who? Who crowls? Who crowls? I don't know who crowls. Who crowls? I can't turn off spell check. It's so annoying. You crowls? Spell check is my next character's name. Who? Spell check? Who looking for? So this town, it's like, I don't know, how many buildings? Like five. Humph. Probably less than a hundred. Nine hundred. It's one person. Because it's like yeah. all the surrounding farms, too, yeah. which is yeah. probably a lot. You of can see a larger building that uh, is clearly some sort of uh, central uh, gathering place, some sort of village hall. Yeah. Um, and uh, actually, the, the, the guard will come along and he'll say, I'll give you... Uh, I'll give you a quick tour of the uh, mm. of the place. No. no. And he points out. He says the village hall is there. You can find uh, uh, Mayor Lang there during uh, during the daytime hours, taking care of town business. The general store is here. This is what you will probably want to uh, head to. It is operated by the Hukrelis. Is there a map? A map? Yeah. Like a, like a, your imagination. At the general store, you could uh, you could commission okay, a map. Okay. Okay. A look at that regional architecture. He says we have a shrine, our only center of uh, much religion in town. Uh, a, a blacksmith that you all, uh, based on where you Who might be heading. Who is the shrine to? Our shrine is to Pelor. There's a, uh, a gnomish <laughs> priest that takes care of the shrine. He says if you're a I feel like we can all shit on gnomes for this. And he says, and of course, if you're looking for a place to stay, the old Boar Inn uh, uh, should have some rooms available. We've not been having a lot of travelers uh, in the no, cold. There should boring. be plenty of rooms. <laughs> the old Boring Inn. Yeah. Boring, boring. I like my inn's boring. <clears throat> Mock, without further like ado, I like my trudges over towards the, uh, the inn as he... Starts pulling out a, a nice long uh, tobacco pipe and uh, kind of stuffing himself a bowl as he as he makes his way over there for some R and R. Before I leave you, young man, um, he is not recovered. As a guard, you see, uh, whichever threats come to this place, uh, we're here obviously because of some missing folk. Uh, what kind of threats have you been facing? And he takes out his journal. He says, "Well, if I'm going to be honest with you, uh, sir," he says. We've been having uh, we've been having some problems recently. Uh, our cattle herders have been having to uh, graze their stock not too far afield these days, mm -hmm. which of course has to reduce their stock, causing mm -hmm. a little bit of a food shortage in our town. Mm -hmm. Says uh, our the cattle herders are frightened of stories of monsters that maraud by night. What kind of monsters? We've had people uh, we've had people go out alone at night, uh, cattle and people uh, and and citizens. Alike that have been found the next day, dozens of needle-like wounds in their bodies. Right. Uh, it says, what? but nobody has ever seen these alleged monsters. Oh, so needle-like wounds. I would like to see. Them. He says, but in a small town like this, word spreads fast, and uh, and fear spreads faster. Whoa! Giant mosquitoes from Estegon could be culprit. They. Large needle. Uh, it's too cold for those. No, it's carnivorous hummingbird. Yes. Yeah. Also. Too cold for those two. He says, could be icicles. Icicles falling. Perhaps on. it's some other summer creature attacking them. 
or an asshole <laughs> with a needle. <laughs> Doctors? And Durastin's going to go to the store and buy ten gold piece worth of incense. 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 Just incense? Incense. And other uh, uh, ritual... Oh, you have more than ten gold, huh? I have ten gold. Oh, you... He's been holding on to it. You're getting big on the incense. Yeah. Uh, He goes in there and... (laughs) Uh, it's a hard read of the He's looking around at all the, the architecture, the retail, like the steepled roofs, and he's just having a great time. Hmm. Uh, and then after buying the incense, he comes like, to meet you guys. Uh, sure. That makes it possible. Is it? In the, the boring old tavern. Can I freshen anyone's drink while he's getting a thing? Um, what time, is, what time is it? Another rock? In fiction. Yes, please. 8.55. In fiction. Oh. Uh, it's it like middle of the day. Like 55. Is it middle of the day? Do I have time to wander around the wildlands around this town just for a stroll? I'll, I'll go. I'll go with you. I want to. Try to remember not to use your character voice unless you're speaking as your character. Yeah. He is, our whole he point is. of the character. Oh, I thought that was explicitly the opposite of what Grumbar. Well, it became Grumbar's thing. <laughs> Because I, I can't. I can't do that. That's that's Grumbar's thing. Yeah. You okay. can do it too. If you want. I don't it's think that's what you're doing. It's a turtle. But I'm, I'm honestly concerned thing. about your throat. It's a turtle. That's fair. I have plenty of this Filipino ginger tea. Um. Well, I made it, but I'm not Filipino. Uh, I wanted to wander around. Dreamborn wants to just do a quick little walkabout and get a general sense of if the wildlife is disturbed here. If he wanders around and doesn't hear any birds, doesn't as, see any. Yeah, as Grumbar. If... If you are not trying to be sneaky about it, Bear Jaw will, will just a follow you. Walk. Grumbar did, uh, as as he said, it's better um, than the town. With the uh, with the lucky um, uh, faster current of air that you were able to catch in the uh, second half of your journey oh, yeah, here, you were able to uh, uh, make up a couple hours, and yeah, you got a few, you got a couple hours before sundown. Screamer is not looking to follow any tracks of any dangerous beasts or anything. Oh, he he focuses on uh, the Goliath will definitely be ready for that, but. Uh, Scrimcorn, as he speaks frequently about the the world of nature and the, the powers of, of the natural world, um, that he focuses on the later in the food chain, the creepy crawlies and the scavengers. So he wants to basically pay Carry attention to, is there the normal flow of uh, carcasses per, per acre that he would be expecting in an area like this, or if the wildlife has been disturbed. Does that make any sense? Like, are there like, more yeah. or less? If there's a bunch of zombies in the woods, you're gonna see fewer right. foxes. Scrimcorn and, uh, and Bearjaw are heading out to the, um, the wild, the neighboring, the neighboring wilds to, uh, to see what they see. We'll come back to that. Baron heads to the shrine. Baron heads to the shrine. The rest will join him there. All right. Um, at the inn, you find food, drink, yeah. and plenty of rooms available for rent. <clears throat> Mock books himself a room, orders five ales for, <laughs> for a table, sits down, begins to smoke his pipe, and slowly drink the ales one by one. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, he's not in any sort of rush. <clears throat> But uh, he does. He does ask the uh, the tavern keep. <clears throat> I. I'm in town. For the word that was put out. What sort of trouble is this town having? Uh, 
Garon, the uh, barkeep, he says, he says, well, the uh, uh, the store owners, the Hukrelis. That's what he said. Who the ukuleles? The ukuleles? The ukuleles? The ukuleles? I don't know. Who, 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 uh, who the huge debate sound about how The hukuleles? Who? Oh, I need a voice for the bartender. I, I have to do voices for everyone as well, since you guys are all doing voices. Yeah, oh, the oh, bartender. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. Is it the, the, the big oh, 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 The ukuleles will be delighted to hear that, that you are here for that. He says, yes. As I understand it, two of their children been missing. Uh, they they headed out to the uh, to the local ruined citadel. Ruins? He says. He says. Not many go out there. The goblins control that area. Dangerous trip. Horrible, dangerous trip. Slams down. <clears throat> First ale, half drunk. Goblin filth. Oh, I'll be wetting my hammer on their skulls by end of weekend. I promise you that. Screaming into the bartender's face. <laughs> says, I hope you. Uh, says, I hope you do. As he screams back into your face. <laughs> You're both hard of hearing. Take one of these ales and drink with me. He grabs it and he heartily downs the first half, slams it down on the table. And he says, Good adventuring to you. Well met, well met. Tell, tell me the, the history of this, of this, and I, I want them to kind of start rambling off as they begin kind of just a casual dialogue. You know, I, I, he's not really pumping them for a lot of information. They kind of, I think, just start conversing. Yeah, uh, yeah. He looks around. Like a rapport. Yeah. He looks around. He sees the only couple patrons in here tonight, um, and uh, and he says, "Slow night." sits down at the uh, sits down at the table. And he says. And he says, the Sunless Citadel. He says, no one's really sure what it once was. He says, what the rumors are, and I hear a lot of rumors. He says, it served as some sort of ancient dragon cult. A hideout. Oh, queer background. I have a, a pesky cousin who might be interested in this sort of ridiculous <laughs> history. Pesky. He says... You hear lots of people say lots of things about this place, but I think it's all mostly guessing. But the only common thread is that some sort of dragon cult. He says, he says it lines up with uh, what they say about the... Who crawls? Where is it? Ukuleles? Uh, uh, oh, sorry, I was trying to find the... Oh, yeah. The, the Ashen Plain. Ooh. A lifeless stretch of land along the old road. Mm. He says, he says, the desolation of that land, he says, they tray, they say can only be attributed to a dragon named Asharalon. Of course. Mm-hmm. Is there any trade routes over that land now? He says, not so much in that direction. Mm. Always looking for a business opportunity. But, he says, I... you want a business opportunity, getting in the good graces of the Hukrelis, We'll, uh, we'll get you there. Uh, as our local merchant family, uh, I would say that they are definitely the... Mm, economic. The economic, economic powerhouses of our little village here. And what do they... What is their primary business? He says, they run the town's uh, one and only general store. There are a few specialized stores, such as mine, for food and drink and merriment. 
He says, Excellent, Dad. He says, As a general store, they're your go-to. Well bet, well bet. Whilst, whilst I was in, <clears throat> as you're chowing down on a turkey leg. <laughs> on a turkey leg, I do. Whilst I spent <clears throat> one season fighting amongst a, an extremely bothersome gnome clan, I learned about a quite interesting drinking game. Yeah, da 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 da. Starts rambling. The shrine of Paylor. Shrine of Paylor. You don't want to know. No, no. Oh, he's a gnome god. He's a gnome. I don't know. I think he's a gnome god. He's a human god of the sun. Greg's an atheist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know these things. They're all not real. No, cousin, when they go in there, be careful. Humans can be very uh, nonsense to do, and human cultures can be very protective of their gods. Well, don't say anything. Just say hello. Uh -huh. From one man of the. From one. Man. Okay. <laughs> 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 one one her bear of faith. Yes, yes. Person, person. Okay, I need to. I We're need to get into a voice. We're in the same trade. I need to get into a voice. Kermit. Gnomish. Kermit. No, no, no. What inspires you based on this guy? No, no, it's not who it is. I know who it is. I'm just saying based on that. Swing the fences. I'm gonna swing the fences. Season four. How are you? Stop it! I need to do my own voice that I can do. I am a gnome. Hello. Stop it means nothing. Stop it does mean Definitely keep going. Stop it means Give me some more. Let's hear a few more. Come on. Stop your best. Anything uh, <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Blood what? Of a, us. Yeah. Of us. Oh, hello, hey, hello. Are you a new face I haven't seen around here? It's a little female um, uh, gnome priest wearing these signet or, or like a, a an emblem of uh, of Paylor, and says, "Come, come, the shrine is welcome to everybody." Yeah, uh, Baron is obviously like got like the symbol of Morden hanging from his neck and stuff <laughs> like that. So just like hail and well met. Uh just traveler coming into these parts. Thought I'd give my how do you do? <laughs> he says, Oh you it is most welcome, it is most welcome. Uh he says, as the town's only uh, center for worship, we welcome all faiths. Really? Uh, and, uh, well, I mean, within reason. When you come in with Morden's symbols, I say you, we welcome all things. Well, uh, Morden's for the dwarves. So, you know. I'm more of a Morden agnostic at this point, cousin, to be honest. Oh, jeez. Oh, we'll right, talk about that later. I'm here to acknowledge me. At Thanksgiving, we'll talk about it. Let's a conversation for the first session. No politics and religion until at least at least the fourth or fifth session. It's just a dwarven face. She reacts to this like it's every single day. Yeah. And she just says, and she just says, all is welcome, all is welcome. Come on, come on, you can come in. It says, it looks like you've been traveling very far. Do you need any... Do you need any um, uh, care for your wounds, uh, blankets, uh, to be on your way? Uh, no, as far as... Spiritual comfort? Spiritual comfort? Uh. Words of wisdom? <laughs> no, no. Or just... perhaps just a quiet moment to pay your respects? Uh, if I could ask you a question. Uh, of course, of course! <laughs> My voice is all over the if place. If you don't oh, ask me a question, I will leave parents. 
some of that to I've, I've heard about the, uh, the disappearances, the, the needle wounds, uh, the cows and children going vanishing in the night. Her face just goes full of anguish. Terrible, terrible stories those are. Uh, I've been wondering about the history of this place. Uh, what can you tell me about any uh, ancient ruins that might be nearby? Well, there's this sunless citadel, <laughs> of course. <laughs> he says, he says, I dare say everybody in town knows that the, uh, the Hukreli kids, uh, kids, uh, the Hukreli, uh, <laughs> children, uh, uh, children uh, headed out there with a, uh, with a group and have not returned. Uh, the family is uh, most distraught, but we do not have anyone else in town that is able to. The town guard cannot spare people to go, because I have prayed as much as I can. Greg, uh, uh. <laughs> Looking at his vast knowledge of, of history and ruins, and Thurston's thinking if he has, searching through his little notes in his journal, if he's heard of this sunless citadel before. Make a history check. Yes! First, First die roll! First Put it in the tower! 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 I'm sorry for everything I said! Eat your diary! Even poop it out! Yeah! A true dwarven start. Uh, Drustin, of course! 21. Drustin? Drustin. Drustin, of course! You have to say it with Knows the story of the Sunless oh, Citadel. The Sunless Citadel. Oh, oh, this oh, is not oh, a oh, well known story, but among uh, dwarven historians, yeah, I... the Sunless Citadel <coughs> was, uh, uh, was apparently once the uh, the home of a dragon cult to Ooh. the dragon, whatever name I said. Ashadalon. 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 Um. Uh, but when a great volcano, is that what it was? <laughs> I am so glad that you said volcano. Volcano. <laughs> Which? Um, oh, finding the information all over the place. Like, I did read all this, but it was hard to remember it all, man. Uh, where's all the cats in my notes are all over the place. Switching like, stop, stop doing things. Aside voices also. Yeah, there, there it is, there it is. There's the narrator voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it's a pretty good gnome. It's a pretty good gnome. Checking it. Oh, it doesn't even say what it was. Oh, there was a no. great cataclysm that uh, that brought down the citadel. But because in uh, uh, what happened is the citadel fell into the earth during this cataclysm oh. uh, uh, that I believe is the same cataclysm that destroyed the city of Neverwinter. Um, and that's why they call it. Never winter now. So it sank the fortress. Sank the fortress into the ground as oh, a a dwarven. Wasn't funny. A story of particular interest to dwarven <laughs> historians for it because of the magics contained in this place. It sunk mostly intact and and uh, remains so today. However, the stories um, uh, pretty much end there with uh, uh, those that may have gotten recent word know that it's been occupied by goblins for hundreds of years. Uh, there's not much to find in there being run by goblins. Uh, you know, any treasures that perhaps were there when it sank down have long since been looted. So it is not a popular adventuring destination. Dothurston is literally drooling at this point. <laughs> oh, cousin, that's a field of treasure. I most see why you shaved your whiskers. That would get a bit damp if that's a habit. The most important treasure. Knowledge. Am I right? I mean, knowledge certainly has value. More than respects knowledge, it's truly one of his aspects. These poor ignorant fools have been living in this town, just uh, eating their own shit and uh, and, and living uh, tiny little lives of humans. Oh, 
when all that knowledge is sitting right there on the ground for them? Well, you know, it's it's like having a clam without a knife. <laughs> I don't know what. Just don't have the tools or something. I don't know. Some saying I heard someone say it didn't make any sense at the time. Trying to sound witty. As Grumbar would say, if you can't avoid uh, can't afford the saddle, don't buy the cat. <laughs> Grumbar doesn't understand all that about our culture. Or cats. Anyways, we should get back to the others and then go explore the ruins. I mean, I think we should probably stop in with the Hukrells. Oh, that too. (laughs) (laughs) You come back to them. Hey, so we spent the last two days in the Sunless Citadel. We can't figure out what we're supposed to do. Uh, Can you give us a hint? They're like, is this the fuck? Specifically that you wanted? Because we've just been doing the things that occurred to us. But there wasn't be getting much of We've been uh, opening doors, picking locks, disarming traps. Uh, uh, let's say that before you guys wandered off good? into the woods, we said, let's good? meet back at the inn yeah, at around yeah. sundown. Uh, uh, Scrimcourt made it clear that it was not going to be out past dark with the rumors <laughs> of needle monsters and or murderers out in the woods. Super, <laughs> super cool. Scrimcourt, did he find anything? No, nah, he turned around and just all these needle <laughs> Falls on the door flat. <laughs> Not much out there. <laughs> um, so then he goes back to the inn and uh, yep. ha- orders some. Has a few. Actually, he's been traveling. He could go for a few ales. Wait, so you show up at the inn? Yeah. There's already yeah. a table oh. full of ales and me at the bartender, depending on when you show up. Yeah. Excellent. So we'll get cousin. there after we do Scrimcorn and. You read my mind. Bear jaw. Duck in, cousin. Alright, Scrimcorn and Bear Jump. Give me a, uh, so I don't Apparently actually have a citadel. I don't actually have a good sense of all the, uh, Rust and gut, all wet lipped. I should have a drinking game I heard of once. I should get one. Um, you are, uh, give me a, uh, investigation or nature check. I think you need to call it intelligence investigation. Give me an intelligence check, and I could uh, you could do a nature or investigation to, for what you're trying to accomplish here. Oh, why did I get animal handling instead of That's nature? You I wanted to just accomplish I wanted nothing about nature. I'll switch these at level up. Well, it's because <laughs> animal handling is wisdom based, and you're yeah, through it. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, you're yeah. like doubling down on that wisdom. You should know survival. Survival is the wisdom Perception. based. Oh, yeah. Can I use survival? Because I'm checking the. Corpses of <laughs> animals. Uh, hang on. What was your question? I missed it. Can you use survival? No, survival this is. You're, you're trying to understand if something's right. unnatural about this place. Yeah. This is. This is yeah, nature primarily. That's a bad Yeah, it doesn't. First roll. I'll first switch this around. I got it out of the way. Kaylin's first roll was a one. Yes! <laughs> That 20? Natural 20. 20. Oh, cool. We went the full... Natural team. Natural team. I retire at the top of my game. I'm never playing again. Scrimcorn just popped. What's your skill? In his career has rolled an average of 20. Your skill's a 1, but you rolled a 20. All right. At the very beginning, (laughs) the roll makes or breaks it, really. Yeah. I mean... And you made it. All right. Fairjaw is very distracted (laughs) by (laughs) Scrimcorn. You notice... Do you notice how the ants crawl in this area? No. They're telling us something. What ants? And then she just starts looking for They're ants. They're all over you! It's winter. So, corn. <laughs> what, the, the dirt that crawls? As you're surveying, as you're surveying the, uh, the wilderness around here, you do indeed um, 
You do indeed sense uh, a disturbance in the natural uh, natural order of things. The natural critters that you would expect. The the sort of uh, uh, the biosphere here. The um, the specific yes, specifically the biosphere, which is the the creatures and and whatnot. It's all uh, it's all out of balance. And there, uh, this is classic signs of an outside predator coming in and uh, um, displacing. Laying and displacing. The um, and it's it's not balance. incredibly obvious. Um, you can see how people would make the mistake to travel out here, but after what you've seen, you would uh, you'd be cautious about uh, about you know coming around here at night. More and then, as you are just about wrapping up your sort of uh, survey of this area, you see them. Creatures that, I don't know, you can tell me if you've seen them before. You've seen them before in your travels. I've traveled around a lot. A cluster of three twigs and branches and, and logs on the ground that any other person, or even you, on any other day, or roll, um, <laughs> would have mistaken as just natural uh, vegetation and Food. dead logs. But those are what, in some circles, they call twig blights. And that as a trap. Venture too close to that, and uh, and they will come to life, and they will poke you full of holes to death. <laughs> Shit. Now let's not jump to conclusions. It still could be a maniac <laughs> with a needle out here. But could we burn it? There are twig blights are twig blights. evil. Evil. How evil formidable are twig blood. blights? I mean, Twigs, they're not log. I go step, step on them. Step on them. What are you guys' alignments? Create chaotic neutral. I think, I think twig light, baby. So you, you know about twig lights. You got a 20. Um, they are very vulnerable. Are you serious? I don't see anything. They are very vulnerable to fire, ah! them being very dry plant, um, plant creatures. Um, and, uh, I know one alone would be, uh, if, especially if you got the jump on it, they mostly, most of their um, strength comes from their ability to uh, ambush. Uh, caught unawares, it'd be like trimming a hedge. I think Brandorf has... How far are we... How long... Uh, how far are we from the... From the, uh, the but you the know tower? where there are some, there are more. This isn't the terror of the... You have found a cockroach. Yeah. <laughs> Point 50. You just gonna engage or <laughs> run away like cowards? But I'll let you think about it. I'll I go take a piss. The... He's being a cousin. Can we please, please, the, um, drink hard what? for tonight? We're done right here. We're done with the Ukrells. <laughs> um, ideally. Please what? Can we can we crush it? Crush? Uh. Stop it. We should definitely destroy them. Good, okay, now we're on the same pit. We only saw... We... The uh, the odds that we saw, all of them that are here, is pretty low. So... They specialize in ambushing. Okay. Okay. How far are we from the town? Sounds like, like a good fight. I like a. I like a. Because I'm asking the DM. He's asking me. Is that about is about a, you know, 15 minute walk. You didn't. You're, you only had about two hours to explore. So you're more like. I assume you more like did sort of like, you know, 90 degrees of the wilderness. You only have a little twig bit. Twig lights. We will say that they will bring large. And it's, and it's still light. It's not. 
Sunfall yet? It's very close. Uh, we it's very close. Dusk. I don't know you very well. So I trust you to be able to kill a twin blight. But there could be so many thousands here. Crush all the blights. Get the dwarves. Twig blight, leaf <laughs> blight, snow get blight. Dwarves. Get the dwarves. I will be right here. Go get dwarves. Tracking them. Uh, you can't even see where the twig blights are. I could point at a tree and tell you to attack. And I would do a good job. And so chopping down a tree. I, I'm sure you would. Do excellent job. You don't. I don't have fire. Maybe one of the dwarves has fire. That's what we need against the okay, twig blights. Okay, okay, I'm going. I'm going. Stop. Oh, I <laughs> Door slamming open to the air. They had twig blight. Go. Come. Now. Mm. Go come now with corn. The corn. What in the hell's a twig blight? <laughs> corn says is is um like stick but evil. He's found evil sticks. Yes. And we need to come now. Uh huh. It's yes. warm here and there's beer. Evil sticks. <laughs> dress dress it. Uh, has it. So they've been up for like two hours. So did we have like. An hour or over an hour in this area in the tavern. So yeah, yeah. You guys went to the okay. trial. While yeah. they were doing that, uh, Rustin had stepped outside of the back porch with a, a mug of ale and his pipe. Uh, we, we've all got pipes. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, his hand carved pipe. The pipe wasn't my thing, guys. Don't worry. In the back area, he's gonna do a ritual here. Um, <laughs> he's going to. Uh, uh, kind of go off the porch so where it's a little more natural, kind of the back area. And he takes out from his pack this old rock that's just got those like weird holes in it that sometimes rocks do. Covered uh, like in rocks. Yeah. And uh, he puts it down and with his walking stick traces a circle around it. He's casting Fine Familiar as a ritual. Okay. <clears throat> This is all in the middle of this conversation? No, no, no I want to say this happened. That's why you say an hour ago. An hour ago. Okay, okay. Alright. I can describe it later if you want though. Yeah, I want to keep the cadence of yeah, like sure. in character conversation. So going. you got the ritual done. <clears throat> um, but then you being back in here is good because <clears throat> Mock looks to dress it and says Your boy's summoning us for some sort of bitch twiggery. Yeah. What what What's happening? What's happening here? There's just this barn owl sitting on his shoulder. <laughs> that wasn't there before. Pinkip! <laughs> this is just owl, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he says, uh, don't worry about it. Don't, don't it's, it's, not a, it's also <laughs> many of them. It's Pinky. also a real owl. Pinkip uh, blinks. I'm going to double check now. <laughs> It's he not that his own mug. It's not a real owl. Don't worry about it. It's a bear tall. He said, uh, twig lights. Where, where, where's, where's Grimcorn? Bear Jaw just points in a very specific <laughs> direction. Bear Jaw, is there trouble? Make it double. Yes! Sticks, evil sticks, Scrimcorn say, go get doors. I go. Here you are, not coming to go. Alright, I'm... My interest is Much peaked. frustrated. Cousins? Yeah. Together again? Let's go save that weird old fire? man. Into the, go the cold with ale left by a fire. Not the first time. <laughs> Puts on his heavy cloak and trudges out the door. Yeah. It's, it's not that cold though. I don't know. Trudging through the snow. Guided by Bearjaw, you see Scrimcorn standing now in the dark. 
Why do you bring us from Hearth? You summon us from Hearth. Uh, if it's dark, he slaps his shield with a brief incantation and it bursts into light. Cool, nice. Yeah, I've got a bolt eye lantern too. I can see in the dark. That's good because I cannot is see it, in the dark. Is it? Um, I can see in the dark too. Yeah. But I like the color. <laughs> uh, He's an aesthetically enhanced dwarf. We're not undercover. These creatures are definitely the ones killing people wandering around at night and may be responsible for these missing kids. We can find out for sure when we break some twigs. Inter- Very dangerous to people walking around twigs. at night. Well, if you're afraid <laughs> and want to go back into the town, I understand the rest of us can handle this. We could go to those ruins Indeed. instead. Berja, not afraid. Are you safer in the ruins? I don't see anything. How big of a stick am I looking for? Like... Like a little twig, or like a tree. We could just like, burn down the entire forest. Solve problem. When we start swinging in that general area, I'm sure the ones that want to kill us will start moving. <laughs> Greg, um, I hope the so. wants to use Can't an action wait. to uh, see through his owl's Kindling eyes. She can see very well in the dark and has keen perceptions. Okay. So can, uh, he see, if he sees these twig-like creatures. Oh yeah, when he points them out, you can see what, oh, you can okay. see what they like are. He points to one of them that he's been standing he's like, by, right? That's the one. And it, right there. and it looks like <laughs> It's not hard to see what he's pointing at. I see it! I see it! Look <laughs> your element I see! You can see through the through the <laughs> owl's eyes, you can make out the more sort of humanoid yeah. shape that's there. It's, it's like, a humanoid it, it's shape? It's bent over and like looks like a thing, but now you can oh, so see that like, it looks it's like really a, a humanoid place. shape sort of contorted <laughs> to look like you know, So do we just want to... Boom it. Ah. Um, hang on. What about Saturday? And how many? How big of a space? How many have I spotted? You spotted three of them. I've spotted three. Okay, um. But there could be more. Point. Like, give me a landmark. Like where they are? Yeah. So he... He spot. He points them out. Yeah, we can see see them. You can see them. That's what we're saying. So everyone can see them. You you see them. Cool. It's right Uh, there. It's in front of you. Uh, he says, <laughs> um, more than light upon you, and casts, uh, fairy fire. Ah. <laughs> Alright, what does it look like? What does it do? Is that specifically um, for burning? Each fire? object in a 20 foot cube within range is outlined in blue, green, or violet light. Your choice. Any creature in the area when spells cast must make a, if it fails a dex saving throw, uh, they shed light. So basically, they're lit up and now they glow. But they have to make a dex saving throw. They have to make a dex saving throw. Okay. And they have to make a dex save of, I believe, 13. And that is just a dex... Yeah, just, de- oh, just a dex roll. Says that they have Unless they have training. Right, right, right. Burn okay. it to death, but okay. <laughs> what the the oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> my oh. Alan. Oh my oh. god. Oh, it's spinning. The 19. Wow. 1916. I think I remember this tiny oh 19. Oh man, this die I is good. I remember that tiny die being a pain. Okay. You cast it, and the landscape and twigs and everything sort of just glows, glows in that blue oh. outline, but nothing stands out as a creature at all. Uh, unless says, they do something. Now what? Thruston's going to cast a spell. Is it a uh, he is says, it uh, he, he, he did respond. He did respond to him. Do you respond at all to your what happens? Nothing uh, happens. crafty little buggers. Yeah, they just go like <laughs> in another shape. He says, "Grandpappy taught me this one," and he takes a, a, a takes out his pipe and, and gets his ember going and goes, <laughs> and spits out. He's casting create bonfire under one of them. Oh, good, good. 
Uh, create a bonfire on the ground within 60 feet of the 5-foot cube until that spell ends. The magic bonfire fills Ooh. the 5-foot cube. Any creature in the bonfire space when you cast spell must succeed on a dexterity saving throw. 12. Or take 1d8 fire damage. And then also if it moves into the space or ends its turn there, it'll have to do that. And also, the bonfire ignites flammable objects in its area that aren't being worn or carried. So damage vulnerability, um, what does that mean? It takes double damage. Does just take double damage, but it won't affect the saving throw no. regarding that damage. Okay. Uh, then Not as far as I know. I can look here it up is one wrong. of them. You know what? This you have enough up online, or you got, you got that, Kevin? I'll look it up, Greg, while you're wrong. Yeah, I'm not going to worry, worry too much about no. like looking up. But, uh, here we go. Here the three of them. Fun, 11, 2, and... So... Two of them fell? Or uh, all of them. What, what's 12. the DC? 12. Uh, one of them succeeds. Okay, um, so... First one, uh, four. So that'd be eight for it. Were they all in the same five. square? They were oh, all within that... Mind. They were all within that five foot square? Oh wait, how big was it? Five, five foot cube. So Sorry. one oh. square. One square. Five Just reroll one of them. Oh, oh, no, no, no. They, they... So you target one of them? One of them, yeah, sorry. Alright, so one. one it works. The campfire, you tell me what it looks like when you create this. Thing. Uh, so he spits basically an ember, uh, and it hits the ground and bursts into a very welcome camp with bonfire. Just um, magically kind of contained within there. However, anything that's flammable in that square will catch fire. You hear a loud popping and sizzling, and you yeah. see the bundle of wood that the campfire formed up around get up and then uh, you see a humanoid shape uh, stand up as it then just burns and falls to the ground and rises and twitches and then you see it's continuing to burn and quickly turn into just um, charcoal. First blood of the game. <clears throat> the other two uh, the other two get up and start fleeing in opposite directions. I... So they stay, They also both like decontort themselves into these big humanoid shapes and just start taking off on their uh, little plant legs. Uh, but not super fast. Scrimcorn says, Oh no, you don't! And cast Thorn Whip. <laughs> what does it look like? Um, <clears throat> does it like come out of your uh, pores? He throws, uh, <laughs> he throws his arm out. He has long sleeves, so there's all kinds of stuff coming out of his sleeves. And goes like that and, uh, and vines like briar, like thorned. Really unpleasant looking swamp briar. Who knows wet. what that is? Um, uh, whip. Whips out and he Monkey. he lashes it out towards the uh, towards the twig blight, and it is a ranged spell attack. Maybe, no, it's a melee spell attack against a creature that's within thirty feet. Okay. Um, Roll it. Roll your attack. So it's this plus five, and if it hits, I pull him. Towards me. Uh, 13. 13 is their AC. Woo! Uh, this is the damage. It's a 1. Uh, and it gets pulled 10 feet towards me. Alright. So yeah, the, the, the whip wraps around the, the, the body of the twig blight and pulls it closer to the group as it's uh, trying to walk away and then it turns around uh, and then starts moving towards you instead. Can I move? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Give me a reaction here. Um, Bearjaw reaches down, grabs a, uh, a branch, walks over, passes by the bonfire, lights the nice. branch on fire as she walks by, kind of drags it through the bonfire, so now she has a big flaming branch. Okay. And then she's going to hit 
this guy, or attempt to hit this guy. Just hit him or light him up? Hit. Oh. With fire should be useful. Lighting him up should happen pretty well. Okay. Okay, okay. it's like a, a improvised weapon. Sports club. It's kind of a club, but I mean, I guess it's not perfectly a club. Wait, what does this button do? Don't hit it! Don't touch! Wait, it's how to pronounce it. I thought it was going to be it making a noise. <laughs> twig it light. <laughs> twig light. I mean, twig I guess light. that could be useful for some that? I, mean, it's not I need that for the last name you of the, the merchant family. <laughs> Correct. Who are these people? Um, you you I'm looking up improvised weapons since we uh, did not do that mechanic in our... Um, <laughs> improvised weapon. I got it right here. Uh, similar to an actual weapon and can be treated as such. For example, a table leg is akin to a club. Yeah. So that's what an so, improvised weapon is. Okay, and cool. an object that bears no resemblance to a weapon is 1d4. Like a chandelier. A club is also 1d4. <laughs> um, okay, uh, yeah, wait, go wait. ahead and roll your, uh, okay. roll your to hit. I see you doing fire be... damage though. Where's that on here? This guy? No. Nope, you have it. Uh, your your weapon's right new. here. So, so do, you, a... do you have a club? Do you have, do you have a proficiency with clubs? Yeah. Yeah, because I have martial weapons. Okay, so that's included in there, so I assume yeah, it's going to be the same attack bonus. Okay. So plus five attacks. Sorry. I'm going to keep, yeah, I'm gonna keep hitting that. Sorry. No, no, let me move it over here. Right. Go ahead and roll it. Uh, okay, it's 20. 20 total? Yeah, that'll hit easily. Roll your damage. Uh, it's, oh, a D4, you said? D4 clubs. Because it's on fire, does that help? It'll be plus one fire. It'll be plus No, it'll be plus three because of strength. Three. No, I meant like just one point of fire damage because it's an on-fire burning branch. Oh, I was going to just have the whole thing do fire damage. Oh, okay. Wait, so that's three plus three, Sort of silly. Mm-hmm. I guess I could just make one of it do fire damage. That'd make more sense. Which doubles, which kills it. Oh. <laughs> so what does it look like? <laughs> well, she, she didn't hit it all that hard, really. I mean, it's it's kind of a more like a thwack, like when you want to knock something aside. But in doing so, the thing is made of twigs. Yeah. And, and like, it's got, like, also that kind of, like, model, <laughs> um, like, uh like lichen on it and that stuff goes up instantly like hair like and so the whole thing just turns into a, a bale wire sparks and it smells it smells like burning wood but also like burning flesh underneath like there's there's like a couple layers of woody flesh it's 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 bad it's like it's like a pyre like burning someone out pyre it smells like grossness oh horrible Maybe it's slightly better than Scorpion. That's all of them. That was three. He said there were three. No, no, no. He didn't that kill the one. That was he, two. He's got it lassoed. He got two out of three. Yeah. I'm sort of giving yeah. you guys a, I a surprise three. round yeah. with no specific initiative. So whoever wants to go. I mean, he's the only one. Oh, yeah, you went. Rock. How far away is the other one? No, he's about 20 feet. Uh, <laughs> That's not far enough. <laughs> well, we might as well. I mean, I'm not feeling like in a murderous mood. So... We could take it and interrogate it. <laughs> Mox oh, gonna just take out his, his hand axe and he's gonna chop the arm off of one the one that just got burned. Not cha- he's not chasing that one's this dead. third. Yeah, he's oh, not chasing okay. this third one. Okay. Ooh. Okay. So he's just gonna maim the corpse. There's no reason. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely bringing this to the Ducrells. Oh, we've already yeah. done some shit and started a business relationship. Game of Thrones. Style. But uh, as for like purging <laughs> the entire area of these these blights, who's to know if they're them all? He's not. Probably off in the dark after it. All right. I like you. So that's the round. So then the blight goes, I assume. 
Yeah, let's uh the it's been uh, thorn whipped by no, that's a scrim corn one. here. Mm. Well, no, so now, now it's uh, actually initiative. So give me an initiative roll. Yeah. Oh, I got a twenty. So he's probably going first. Oh, I got thirty. What's Just the? Do the stat blocks don't always have it? Just uh, the dex mod. So twenty-one. <laughs> 19. 19. Wow. Oh, 21. Really? Roll the 19. Rolled two 19s and, and two 21s on this initiative here? I got a 12. I got a 14. We've decided for this season. Alright, we roll off. Let's roll off. <laughs> we all agree. Uh, just hard yeah. roll or any bonuses? Bonus. Bonus. Seven. 17. Oh. You're first. Yeah! The twig blight Scrim having uh, been pulled towards Scrimcorn. The twig blight has turned towards Scrimcorn. It's uh, uh, sharp, like pointy finger claws, like he's coming at you. How wounded does he look? Pretty hurt. Like, like yeah, you. you the other ones dropped pretty easy. You ripped off a bunch of its it twigs, true. of its twig body. <laughs> and it's only twigs. <laughs> it's made. It's made of twigs. Uh, uh, twigs. I'm going to. Uh, I see that it's coming after me. I'm going to cast. Mold Earth! Um, mold Earth? Yes, it's a cantrip. It's Moldy Earth. Choosing a portion uh, of dirt, I'm going to make rough terrain between me and it. Okay. There's no roll, because it's... Uh, so you, but you tell me what it looks like. Do I uh, yes, it's range three, oh, it's a five-foot cube, okay. Um, uh, so with the whip uh, still lassoed, uh, the uh, Scrimcorn starts... P- puts his hand out and and grumbles uh, and closes his eyes as the the ground doesn't like rumble but it just kind of like churns like there's a whole bunch of maggots right underneath the surface like worms you know like that and it just uh, it it like kneads it into a really soft dirt that will uh, take a little more take a little more effort to it's crawl like a through. Slog. That's it. Okay. Uh, and he's next. Um, Scarab carpet. He goes next, and he can no longer reach you. He's uh, yeah, he's twenty feet away with yeah. a twenty foot speed, and you put rough terrain yes. between you and him. So yeah, he it's moves animal. forward, and as he steps into uh, into this like writhing area, these uh, you see like like maggots or something start crawling up the twig blight's legs as it as it looks down and and uh, it's like slowed down as it continues to shamble towards you, and it essentially does a dash and gets right next to you. Did it run and then decide to attack? It started to run, and when he pulled it back towards him, it turned well, to attack. He killed yeah. the one he pulled back, right? No. Negative. Uh, one got bonfired, one, one got, got tree branched, one got one thorn whipped on. and brought closer, and that, that was, was good to me. Good. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, who's next? Two 19s. Between you two. Yeah, roll up. I'm not 19. Oh, cool. I got Six. a 12. Total. Go ahead. Sweet. Uh um, you leave. He sees this thing right up next to Scrimcorn and um, <coughs> mutters, by Mordens light be burned, and uh, cast Sacred Flame. Dex save 13. Oh, yeah. I can't see the results with this thing. Well, you can turn Six. It Failed. Well, you can send it down the other two. No, but then you guys don't get to see the roll. Not like okay. public rolls. Uh, he takes 1d8 damage. Okay. Takes 3 damage. So 6. Uh, well, no, uh, it's, no it's radiant. Oh, radiant, right. Ah, well, he's dead anyway, because he had a damage. Great. Right. So, a brief just... The area where he's standing just briefly flashes into flame and then is gone. And he's just charred. Veritrell looks charred the slightly disappointed by this. Clatter, lifeless. Oh. Alright, well... It's no longer twig blight, it is just 
twig. Swell. Let's uh, let's head back to town with our corpses and let's see if this. I don't or know. we could go and find more. That was fast. We could I'll probably pass. do that two, three more times at least. It's gotten dark. There's anything I know about the wilds in the dark. You don't want to be out here. If you want to. I'm going back to the inn right now! That guy's really creepy. How close are we to town? 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Okay. Let's see the town. Yeah, and uh, uh, Rustin is gathering all the twigs of one of the corpses. Putting in his satchel. I mean, Mock, that's what he did. He grabbed yeah. a hand, so. Great! Well, Cover that. Right. Unless you just want wood. <laughs> Alright, stay close, better jaw. Starts trudging back to town. Trudge, we trudge, can all trudge. see. Alright. I know. She I can. Know. Uh, I need right. on my shoulders. <laughs> I need, I need no, his shield's still oh, there. I need to <laughs> invest in a, in a lantern. Well, it's a mining cap. A little headlamp. Alright, done. Back it down. Should we go straight to the. Uh, Let's go to the Ukrails. Ukrails? 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 The general shop it's is. just set. They're yeah. still awake. Having supper, probably. <laughs> the general my, shop my is. <laughs> seems to be open for a tad longer. There's somebody in there uh, buying some uh, tools for. Uh, uh, for horse his farm, shoeing. for horseshoeing, getting some replacements. He's a farrier, and uh, uh, says, "Pleasure is all, uh, pleasure as always." And walks out of the general shop, and you pleasure? see shopkeep uh, head over. Looks like he's about to close up the shop as you're uh, approaching, <laughs> and then he doesn't change Five the sign. Five people burst in. He doesn't change the sign. Oh, I'm being robbed. Are we here in time? Are we here in time? Is the kitchen closed? Pleasure. To make your acquaintance, my name is Baron Balder. These are my associates. Baron Balder, uh, like Essen. <laughs> Bend down to get through the Would doorway. Would you be, uh, this is a lady, a dude? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you you actually. <laughs> yes, it is one of those. Would you be Hikrel? Admittedly, I haven't heard yeah. of the name. I was in here. It's a, uh, uh, it's a, it's a woman, um, and she's dressed <laughs> in, um, she's dressed in a nicer clothing than you've seen of others. She clearly, uh, she's, uh, she's clearly a noble of, uh, of the town, and she, um, she says, the name's Carolyn Hukreli. Pleasure. Carolyn? Hukreli. Okay, good to know. <laughs> um, <laughs> she says, she says, everybody gets it wrong. You've apparently got the nasty twig blight infestation, and we're here about the word you sent out to, about your missing children. Um, possibly in the ruins? She says, also Well, I don't know about any. Well, I don't know about any twig blights, but. <laughs> this is my South Park woman voice. I, this, I just realized. Well, I, I'm okay with this. <laughs> well, I don't know about any. I don't know about any. Twig blights, or even what that is, but in Canada. <laughs> but yes, if you are answering my, if you are answering our family's uh, 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 call for uh, for adventurers, yes, yes, you are most welcome. Come on in, come on in. Get out of the cold. What cold? Ugh, it's not that cold. Yeah, 
Thank you for your. I would like to get out of this hospitality. So much posturing from these itty bitty little dwarves. <laughs> All right, fine. I'm going inside. <laughs> Lead the way. I follow her in. Yep. Uh, she says, "Could I give you some tea?" Sure. And she uh, have anything stronger? Have anything local? She says, "Have anything organic?" <laughs> oh, you'll have to go visit Garon for that. I'll fit the old boar in. He'd be happy to have you. We've made his pleasure already. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, boy. Oh. Lady, you've had a lot of tea. Day drinking, that's great. I'm glad you're here. For some, for <laughs> I sure have had a lot of tea tonight. Missing the children. She's for sure singing herbal remedies. Yeah, now that's a little, uh, a little suspicious now. <laughs> How long have your children been missing? Says, long enough to get over it. Got a new one on the way. Got a new one on the way. Got her group back. <laughs> Got her group. <laughs> After the divorce, it was hard for a while. Thank you for asking. She says, two of my children, says, two of my children, Talgin and Sherwin, brother and sister, says, they, uh, they headed off to the Sunless Citadel. I hope they're brother says, and sister. They were there to go see what they could find, learn more, perhaps learn more about the goblins and their, uh, oh, and their surely scam that they are running. And it says, the but- The goblins are running a scam? She says, you oh yes, with that blasted goblins? fruit. Blasted fruit? fruit? Are you trading with Are you the goblins? She uh, says, and they're in the ruin? She says, heavens, no, I am not. She says, but the townsfolk are, yes. And the children are? She says, twice a year, at the, uh, uh, at the winter and summer solstices. Says, wait, 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 wait. We keep saying, how old are these children? Yeah, that's my next question as well. Did you send your toddlers into a goblin-ridden fruit den? Just no, no, my toddler is safe in the back. Are they playing with the knives? Playing with knives. Are they meddling children? It says no, no. They uh, one uh, is twenty-five and twenty-eight. Oh, oh. who's uh, twenty-five of years of? How do, what is it? What is a fantasy way of saying years old? Is she the type of winter seasons? Yeah. Does still 25 and 28 winters months? lived uh, each. It's always winter here. It's snows in the north. Well, it is winter, literally winter also. We have calendars. We're not barbarians. <laughs> You're literally a barbarian. <laughs> I'm not saying that because I didn't use the, the bear job voice. Someone stays in character. Uh, Lassie, uh, we are sorry for your loss. We think we encountered the uh, creep crawlies responsible for it. Well, no, that wasn't that. Where room. did you. You <laughs> went into the Sunless Citadel? I mean, uh, we think we encountered some creepy crawlies. <laughs> creatures <laughs> of interest. Creatures of interest. Creatures of interest. That's what it says. She says, I'm confused. Have you been to the Citadel? We have not. We encountered some... Some goblins? Some goblins up on the surface? No, No. we encountered some twig blights? Was that the name you used, Scrimcorn? <laughs> twig lights. Did they come you from the Sunless Citadel? Don't I open a bag no. of twigs. Like this? But apparently there have been rumors of creatures stabbing holes in people after dark. You don't know about this? She says, I've heard word that the the, 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 the the cattle keepers, whatever they're called, whatever they are below me. Winter cattle <laughs> um, Ranchers. <laughs> the ranchers. 
have been uh, have been keeping their cattle a little bit closer to uh, to home recently, but. I don't see what that has to do with my missing children. As the economic powerhouses of the town, you should send word out to those who wander at night that twig blights, which are, are real. basically evil twigs, man-sized evil are twigs, making off Clarification. single lone wanderers and to be careful. He says, well, that sounds like something you should tell the mayor about if you want the whole town to know. What's well, a mayor? I didn't even know there was a mayor in this town. Well, the guard that gave you a tour because I was watching out my window literally said that when you first arrived. <laughs> he anyway. spoke so highly of your family, I assumed you would be the go-to people. I feel people. like these are the kind of political confusions that Scrimcorn will be having. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> who is the alpha male apex predator of this ecosystem? <laughs> I need it in terms I understand. <laughs> Who are you afraid she of? She looks a little confused as she slowly of? hands you a cup of tea. And then before you can like grab it from her hand, she just puts it on the table near you. <laughs> you and then she's going to burn that cup newspaper? later. He's going to crush some dry We'll, we'll give words to whoever we should give word to before we look into your children about the twig-like creatures. Uh -huh. So when did you last see your children? She says it was... When did you last see these grown adults? Weeks, <laughs> months, days? One month past. Oh. Two, two fortnights. That's more medieval. Month, month past. Swell. I think. Um, one month past is when they head out. headed out. What were their names again? We expected them to be gone for a couple of days. We did not send word out uh, for help until we were sure that something was wrong. She says, my son's name is Talgan. Talgan. Good with a sword. Good with a sword he is. And Sharwin. Sharwin. And she has taken up the arcane arts. Ah, good, good. You should be very proud of your children. I mean, I hope you don't kick her out of your family for doing so. It's a fresh wound, only 15 years old. And you last heard that they went. They brought. They they went with two others, a paladin and a ranger. And what were their names? Um, she goes back. So like some paperwork she has. Durbin and Durbin Sir Brad. Sir Sir Bradford. That's and the paladin, I assume. Says yes, the no, one who's the fucking ranger, Caracas. Sir Bradford. Sir Brad. Sir Bradford. Bradford. No D. Bradford. And then Bracus? Caracas. Caracas. Like Caracas. let's Caracas open these nuts. She no says, one says that. that. You need to those nuts open. Strange idioms. Where far too a public place. Caracas. For any of that business. That my children are due. No, no. Who they probably should be able to handle themselves by all accounts. Says Sir Bradford was not a local. He uh, he he came in uh, he came into town and and my children convinced him to uh, to adventure down to the Sunless Citadel without him. Yeah. Or, I mean with him. <laughs> the children are killers. Right. They've Excuse always been interested here. in the place and I've cautioned them against it. But says 
when this uh, when this paladin uh, arrived in town and was looking for adventure, they couldn't help themselves. What did they expect to find? He says, "I don't know. I think they." She, uh, no, wait. She They're says, trying to break up the scam. She says, "She says they wanted to learn more about uh, uh, about this." Uh, this fruit selling that the goblins uh, do twice a year. You mentioned it was a scam. How selling fruit a scam? She says, twice a year they bring up, they come to our town and sell one fruit, one single fruit, on the summer solstice and on the winter solstice. He says, the whole town, they, they compete with each other to bid for it and the price is high, sometimes as high as 30 gold pieces for a single fruit. It is a perfectly colored apple, sure. She says, and then she points to like a basket of apples, and, uh, and she how says, are those apples looking? She says they say that uh, that consuming the apple can cure any disease or ailment, and sure, people have gotten better buying them in the past. I think I've lost my voice. And people have gotten better buying them in the past. The uh, but, uh, magical apples that cure sick people. And how's it? Am I getting this right? How's it? Yes. If it if it works, they're goblins. Whoa. I mean, Agreed. that's a pretty Whoa. good point. Uh, lady, your town has odd pastimes. She says we just people in the town have tried planting the seeds, and 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 what happens is a, a small amount of growth happens, and then they are ripped from the ground every single time. Like well, admittedly, apple seeds. Ah. Uh, yeah, they don't make the same apple. Says, this is not wilting and failing. It is ripped. Someone comes in and they take it. Uh, could they Every be time. stolen apple plants? Well, I mean, okay. could they be ripped from the ground and then attacking people with needle fingers? Could that be the source of the old... That lights? would be strange. Now that would be a scam. <laughs> I think that would be... Agreed. I don't think it means. <laughs> Voice is hard to do. Man, tell us more. Who is the one claiming these powers of the apple? Is it the goblins? Just the goblins are selling these magic apples, or the town folk are consuming the apples and claiming all sorts of willy nilly. Says it is both. Oh. I think the magic apples are real. What they don't like is that they can't then grow it themselves. It's as if they have a patent on the, the very genes inside the apple. What's a patent? Uh, but yes! These are dwarven words. Why would they you don't translate for a goblin? Hey. Copyright protection is serious business in dwarven industry. <laughs> is, there a peace, is there a peace with goblins in this town? Or a simple business transaction twice a year? She says, it is the second. There is no peace with those savages. How much can That's I learn I wanted to hear this Why are you buying their fruit? She says, Have you never seen people buy something out of desperation for a sick family member? But snake oil and... and, and oil snake! The other thing that sold the snake oil. Snake oil? Beetle oil. Snake oil. Snake oil and, uh, and other... And, and serpent oil. Snake oil of other snakes. Yes, I understand. Uh... So, make sure we got this straight. Gone a month, son Telgen, daughter Sharwin, accompanied by Sir Brafford and Caracas. Bee venom! And snake oil. Bee venom. Right. In the, uh, in the ruins. The Sunless Citadel. Sunless Citadel. That is where they last went. I fear they are dead. Which is sunk into the ground. 
It could yes. be that instead of dying, they just found fantastic stores of knowledge, and they're there to learn in. I like your optimism. They it's would send word, surely. Look, you find a good ruin, you don't want to leave it. Well, she says, here's the deal. 125 gold pieces per signet ring that you recover. Find their bodies. Or their fingers. Signet rings. And if we return them, they all have signet rings. Just 125 gold per person. And if you return them alive and well, the reward is doubled. Ooh, very well. So, just to clarify, they all have rings. The two, my two children. And Brafford and Krakus. She doesn't care. No reward for that. She she hesitates for a moment, and she says, I'm sure their families would be grateful for their return. Understood. She probably wants them dead. She says, you will have full salvage rights on anything else you find in there. She says, I'm not interested in anything but having my children, or at least our family, uh, signet rings returned. Alright. Are the salvage rights yours to give, or is that something we'll need to be talking to the mayor about? She says, there are no legal salvage rights, I'm just clarifying, if you were to find <laughs> them, you can take whatever you want. I know your type. Uh, yes, you do. says, he <laughs> fully acknowledges. <laughs> Drustin says, the knowledge in that citadel belongs to all the people. I, uh, I don't honestly, think know that he was talking about ephemeral concepts. I think she was talking about physical items. They, he says, be known whatever knowledge is in there guarded by the goblins or whatever other creatures we find will bring back here. The knowledge of how to grow the apples should belong to all the folk who need them. Great. I like your optimism. Try to control nature. Going to the inn! And he just turns and stomps out the door <coughs> and slams it. Alright. Are we starting uh, our adventures tomorrow? Sounds like a good idea. Anybody else we should talk to who might have more knowledge about this than you? Grimcorn here. Picks his ear with his finger. Is it a long fingernail? Um, just the, just the big <laughs> Knowledge of the citadel, knowledge of the goblin, anything that could People do. don't venture out there much at all. Thank you for your help. We'll see what we can do and we'll be in touch. Scrimcorn wipes his earwax on the bookshelf. Underneath. By the way, would you happen to know where the mayor tends to spend his evenings? At his house? I mean his early evenings before he goes to sleep. Uh, he occupies the house closest to the town. Center thing. Town hall. Splendid. Village hall. We're not a town. We're a village. Let's wrap this up with the twig blight whatevers and then we can leave early in the morning. Uh, sorry for Have a good day. twigs all over your floor, man. And he gathers them back up. Bairn! They're cursed. <laughs> Is that the end? <laughs> no, I'm not. Grumbar. You're not Grumbar. Where's Standy? No, but you looked at me and said Bairn, which is his name. Mock? I know. Well, you need mock. a standy. You need a standy, bro. Uh, you gotta stand it up. So I'm I know, everyone else is a standy. I was looking at him. That ass is bugs. You guys both have a single syllable, like, weirdly accented vowel. You Bam! Bear and never lock. lock. Both his name, and it was extremely unique. Let's just get to the point here and say, <laughs> I need my standy. I need my standy. Very well. Very well. To be fair, we only had, like, six sessions with 
That's a lot of hours. <laughs> yeah. It was only like 12 hours. I'm just you can't saying. expect me to learn the person's name. Like yeah, 12, 12 hours. hours. A constant interaction. <laughs> I'm happy to get this thing going on, but let's just call a spade a spade. You need these to remember our fucking names, no matter how long this campaign goes. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Mock is in the tavern. The mayor is happy to hear what your investigation has yielded and uh, says that he will send out word to the townsfolk to be extra cautious uh, in the wilderness at night unless you're trying to have a longer conversation with him. Don't no. disrupt the balance! I don't. And ignore him. Kill them all. And your final <laughs> drinking of the evening, and your final drinking of the evening, Garon, who sits down with you once again, especially with anyone who's uh, sitting at your table, so, sort of a... Uh, Preparing for the next day with copious amounts of ale. Um, mentions uh, that the last time... Uh, well, I'll do his voice. He says... Last time... He says... What was his voice? <laughs> the last time... The last time anyone aside from Talgan and Sharwin asked about the Sunless Citadel was... Gosh, 13 years ago now. Just, this, uh... This strange man named Belak stopped by, and he had a very large pet frog. That's why I remember him. He says, what a curious frog that was. It's a large pet frog. And no one in 13 years just asked about this now. Asked in detail, I mean. I'm asked about going there. How long have you been, <clears throat> been running this establishment? He says, gosh. 25 years is when I took it over from my father. Upon his death, I had been working, uh, I had been working for him for another 30 years before that. I guess that makes me pretty old. <laughs> I'm a 75-year-old barkeep. I hope, I imagine your son will probably be taking it over soon. His son's dead. He says, I was... The last of my life. I'm the last of my life. I weep every night. 75 is impossible. I've been running it for 25 years, most of that time was with my father, and now I'm like 35, which is probably like the end of my life in this world. Okay, that's and I'm at peace with that. So morbid. <laughs> so oh, I'm fine. That make sense. I'm fine. That how every frog are we talking about? I'm the last of my line, my father's name dies with me. I weep. Um. Hey, you're 35, you're like an avid. <laughs> I'll get back to you on that. No worries, no worries. Uh. Cousins, a moment of your time before we turn in. For you? Always. Just, just the worst. Will you give me back my That's correct, Mr. Korn. Okay. I, Mark, can do yeah. it for you. Here we are. For family. Yeah. And profit. Right? I assume you'll be wanting your friend, the boggy one, in with the party, splitting the, the wealth. Am I wrong? I'm not sure what he's in here for. I've never known him to do much for money, but perhaps he has other purposes. For me, that money will help me access more knowledge. I see. You did respond to the request for help. Am I wrong? I, I, I mean, I need the money. That money I spent, uh, I bought that incense with the last of me gold. I can't afford a room here. We, uh, <laughs> we are here. We're, we are here for personal purposes, but the money we have in common—that's four way so far. 
What about the big lassie? I don't think we'll be able to keep it from her. <laughs> ah, but do we compete against her? Hmm? The money, which money? I was talking about the reward. Oh, oh, the reward was per person. I thought it was per per people, like per the two rings, like one to yeah. per signet per ring, person. per person. Oh, ah, the reward is scaling extremely high. So we should yeah. go get ten more people, and then you should pay too. We're gonna bankrupt <laughs> this town. I we need a silent image and add more people. If we can recruit a greater party, we'll be doing half the work with equal rewards. <laughs> Did you have any companion. relations? He's That's if you expect to find nothing of value in the place. Yeah, that you no, have of course. Split. He's of a course. snake monster. Uh, looks like my head. So yeah, again, continue along <laughs> the lines. When we scratch that, we'll say, "What about any uh, riches we find along the way?" How do we plan on splitting with these friends of ours? We know that Dwarven honor demands equality amongst all parties, but that is of course among dwarves. Oh, of course. It does not say anything for bog wizards or great hulking ogres of, uh, of women. <laughs> so Be- Bearjaw's not there? No, yeah, he's, he's the dwarf. Oh, you guys are, okay, okay, uh, he, he specifically said, let's, yeah. let's dwarf hang me. back a minute. Uh, Drustin says, listen cousin, I've traveled all over the world these last 15 years. And you've got to know there's a wide world outside our clans. We'll never survive as a dwarf in a race if we don't get along with those who are different from us. What do you think, Baron? Are you drunk? <laughs> I think that the dwarven way is the higher way. And to treat a person poorly just because they're not a dwarf is not in the spirit of Morgan's teachings. You'll be wanting to share the loot. I think... If she puts in her work, then she's worked, earned her reward. Fair wages, fair pay. Good. Well, well said, the both of you. We shall see what they, what work they offer. <laughs> All right. If uh, she's a layabout who, you know, belly aches the whole time and shirks her duties when it comes to a fight, well then we'll see what what she's worth. I can't abide a belly aker. <laughs> Party dwarves is the worst. <laughs> uh, so ridiculous. So ridiculous. <laughs> the conversation can be well, then, Should we or should we not be racist? <laughs> yeah. I Are really we a want racist family or I not? Immediately... <laughs> I just want the alignment here. Yeah. Are we agreeing to be racist? Because I definitely want agreement on the racism. Uh, uh, do we treat other races as that? inferior to our own? Uh, well, Santa yeah. check me. I mean... Yes. There's no yeah. question that they are. Especially outside of the Can any other race That's claim true. to be a masterwork of a god? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> in my travels, I've seen that many races do claim that. I've never met one. In fact, all of them. <laughs> most uh, races have their own stories. That, that was uh, that was all yeah. I had. Mock is going to uh, smoke himself into <laughs> falling asleep in the chair where he sits. Uh, Drusten camps outside. He is an urchin man. You hear it. Thump, 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 thump. Oh no. And then in the chair next to you, thunk, and you see a huge shell <laughs> occupied by a big turtle man. Am I still asleep or do you wake Rumbar. me up? Nah, he just sits down. Good. He says, Rumbar's ordering a drink. Uh, <laughs> probably parts of his There's probably some half beers left on the table. Grumbar looks and says, Grumbar has free drinks. <laughs> Yes. Free drinks. He says, what a delightful village. Seven feet tall? Jesus Christ. That's the largest fucking turtle oil. It's going to go jeering. literally like Toka and Raza from 
Ninja Turtles, <laughs> the secret of the ooze. Uh, All right, I'm happy about it. I'm pretty happy about it. How next how morning, non aerodynamic that type of creature would be a fucking hot air balloon. We're like <laughs> strength to weight ratio is everything in terms of success. He has to turn his shell towards where they're going, otherwise the wind resistance is just too much. I mean, like, if he balanced himself out, the thing would immediately, like, elevate, like, 500 feet. <laughs> I can only imagine, like, he just, like, jumps out, like, on a rope and just, like, walking along with the balloon, like, kiteboarding with it. Um, it's, it's a pretty amazing concept. That's quite an amazing uh, yeah. yeah, I think, uh, I think Gamera needs to be his... It's the Godzilla turtle monster. It's pretty fantastic. Very good. Very just, good. Just like... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's Camara. Yeah. It's probably about... Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Almost as tall. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Godzilla has some... More of a monster, I got You awake in your various ways and places. Under a tree. Uh, probably before dawn. Yeah. Definitely before dawn. Anyone who doesn't get up before dawn is lazy. Get ready to... Head out towards the Sunless Citadel. Indeed, and Baron then... greets the day and offers his prayers to Morden. Another day of life. Oh, the giant frog, by the way, is a giant frog. He did the ask size of a person. Okay, the size of a person, yeah. yeah. Humanoid. That's size. bad. In, in, in game terms, a medium-sized creature. <laughs> is a five by five foot cube of a frog. <laughs> Yeah, that's a big ass frog. That's a frog that's also the size of a person is the size of the frog. The, ja- the giant there. frog was just the pet slash companion a, of the guy, a guy 13, from years, 13 ago. years ago. How yeah, long yeah, does yeah. a giant just, frog live for? He's just the hey, last. Some people have a better sense of time, and no one forgets a fucking human sized so, frog. I'm just trying to figure out if we should be on the watch for a giant sized frog <laughs> with a big master. <laughs> You, if you say anything like the guy says, no, you you're 13 years ago. Yeah, like, like let's 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 assume, let's assume that that frog was, was it just the man size. It's just hit mature. Like the size years of later, a good cake. Terrifying and not as big as a human anymore. Again, but the size of a man. Fucking dead. Oh, yeah. that's what we were just talking about. Yeah, like I medium, wasn't paying attention. Medium sized frog. So now it's a, a medium sized frog. frog. A, a frog that occupies a five foot by five foot area that a person could not walk through if yeah. it were hostile. So I want you guys That's to know... That's a big frog. My flaw is... That's why I remember it! I spend every waking moment thinking about and preparing for my next expedition. So in the morning, Drustin is ready. Wow. Like, maps, ropes, miners, anything you need. He is like, All right, are we going to the ruins? Let's head on out. I'm so excited. I wonder what's out there. I saw the Citadel. I've always wanted to see it. Oh man, everyone's called to oh, uh, a bear dog got a light sorcerer with you, alright? Because I know you don't have the old dark vision. Well, man, I'm so excited, guys, I'm so excited. Virgil did not consider that. You got any torches and a lantern? Or? Let's get our Parts breakfast looking to around. Ever burning I could torch? find a torch. I made everyone some trail mix. Mock mix? With a <clears throat> wooden cup of mostly coffee and some local spirits kicks open the door boom rattling some icicles and a little bit of powdered snow from the roof and trudges out into the middle of the street turning towards the sunless symbol and our next adventure there we go alright did you camp outdoors? yeah you did 
Did he can't put. I'm not gonna move in dirt. the snow. How do you stay warm? Dirt. Did did he can't yeah, put cave, like a, it's like a dirt cave. cave. He made I mean, he made a cave I'll in the dirt. Conjure. He dug himself fires. a burrow. He burrows like yeah a, yeah. Like he doesn't build on top of ground. Gross. Yeah, it's really good. It's horrible. Sometimes he goes termite. Sometimes he goes mole rat. Like Neither it. of them is an attractive creature. Nope. <laughs> like, there's just a small dirt hole in the morning. You see him, like, crawling out of it, like, wet. Well, and, re- and remember, there's snow. Yeah. So there's first there's, like, a nice little snow drift, and then... Sometimes then, just, like, break then up then the ground. Then there's Scrimcorp head pops up out of it. <laughs> Bear Jaw also, also is a sleeper uh, outside, but she sleeps under a tree. Hmm. Just like back against the tree, so sits in a, sleeps in an upright position. <laughs> yeah, a lot. With her, with her, her great axe like this. I mean, that's creepier than scream. No, it's not. <laughs> no, I mean, someone who sleeps no. next to a tree is pretty fucking normal. <laughs> with, the, with the weapon in their hands. It's yeah. Concerning. That so <sighs> no one tries to steal your stuff while you're asleep. The old road. The old road passes to the east of a narrow ravine. At the road's closest approach to the cleft, it's, a, it's several miles out, by the way, seven seven mile travel. So that's not too long. Several really miles? Seven. Seven miles. That's like two hours. Yeah, to the south. Or if your legs are very long, <clears throat> yeah, if it's less. A, if there's a road. That's true. I'm walking, true. no yeah. carts, no horses, it's just on foot. You guys it's just ride. But you probably make up for it in speed. The old road passes to the east. Yeah, I mean, it's just like no, one, no one's running. That's right. You get a couple hours. Everyone can have a, a comfortable matched walking speed. Passes to the east of a narrow ravine. At the road's closest approach to the cleft, several broken pillars jut out from the earth where the ravine widens. Two of the pillars stand straight, but most lean atop sloped earth. Others are broken, and several have apparently fallen into the dark depths of the ravine. A few similar pillars are visible on the opposite side of the ravine. A sturdy, knotted rope is tied to one of the leaning leaning pillars on this side of the ravine. You know that you have traveled about as far as they said the sun yeah, I mean, so say that one more time. The rope descends into the. There's like evidence of pillars from a civilization, and there's a rope descending into a ravine, where we assume the sunless citadel is. Am I am I right? Imagine a bunch of pillars in a nice circle, and then you created a ravine in the middle of them. <laughs> some standing pillars, some leaning pillars, others that are like practically nothing, and then falling into the ravine. How big of an area is this? Like a mile? Um, a hundred feet? It's a uh, uh, football like, field, like eighty feet to the other side. Mock scans this at this point. The ravine has different about eighty sizes. feet to the other side. I would say. Sharp All right. Sharp How deep's the ravine? Sharp eye. That's good. That's good. Uh, it looks over the edge. In most areas of the ravine, it is only uh, it is only like a um, like thirty foot drop, which is still kind of a lot. Yeah. Um, like a thirty foot drop. Uh, but in this particular area where the uh, where the rope is, you see that there's a black depth that goes further down, and the rope descends down to a largish ledge on the uh, on the wall of the ravine on your side. I'm gonna send uh, my familiar Unga Archimedes <laughs> down to just fly down to the ledge and let me know telepathically if she sees any threats. Alright. Um, 
Yeah, um... Oh, just telepathically, so not like, you don't see if the whole- you're not seeing through the eyes. Uh, well, she's what gonna you, let me know, and if there are, I'll be like, oh, we'll see Well, how do you eyes. experience this, is what I'm Uh, so I hear her voice in my head. Uh, she is, uh, Does she speak common? She's- dwarf? She- Is she, like, describing in detail what she sees, or is it like, do you see threats? <laughs> so basically, do you see threats? Do you see threats? Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> give it a. Um, People call that auditory hallucinations. <laughs> yeah, it's just here like barn owl screeching. Yeah. Hey, where where's the thing? Where's the thing? It's where's the beat? It's between your legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. I knew. Um. Yeah, go. Uh, 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 give me a investigate check. Is it investigate to like? Look, no. Perception. 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 Oh, we'll perception. Be... We have perception again. And this is based on sight, so she has advantage. Mm. So there's a two or a nine. Uh, so it's a twelve. A twelve. Yeah. Um, she tells you. She uh, she communicates to you. Is it in a language or is it more like a feeling? Uh, it's going to be a language. It's uh, going to be a uh, dwarven. Okay, she speaks Dwarven, and uh, and you hear uh, she uh, she says that there are some giant rats. Or are we supposed to do the owl voice? Oh uh, no, no. When giant she rats. communicates, uh, it's a Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson's voice from the movie Her. Perfect. I don't know what that voice it is. It sounds like Scarlett Johansson. It's just Scarlett Johansson from the movie Her. As a computer, giant rats. Computer. Giant neutral, rats. Very neutral giant choice. Rats. Giant, giant rats. There's giant rats on the ledge. There are twelve giant rats. Tristan, I you should take giant rats down on the ledge. Ah. Uh, there's some giant rats down there. A uh, fair child, you go down first. They're scavenging. Uh, uh, is gonna do, do a quick pers- uh, perception check up here at the top to make sure there's no goblin waiting for us to climb down and has like a little <laughs> pair of scissors that he's gonna cut the rope for. You one part is repeatedly not. <laughs> it looks like cut and tied and cut and untied. And there's a whole bunch of dead adventurers who would crush down the black yeah, those, those dead bodies aren't a threat. Do you it's make like, our active perception checks a thing you just do passive constantly? perception checks. I know there's passive They're passive, perception. you can also do active. Yeah. Uh, I just don't want to be one of those games where every three seconds you say I'm oh. making an active okay, perception then, check. Okay, then well, my, pre- my passive perception is 15, which is pretty decent. Are okay. you going to say, here's what I do, and then you say, yeah. cool, make this roll. You see no... Or don't uh, make a roll. Well, yeah, you, why, why, why don't we do this, just in general, see if this works. You say, tell Greg, like, I want to check this out, and then yeah. you decide whether or not it's worth the passive or active. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're specifically looking down the ledge. No, so no, 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 Kind of scanning the if we have any company. Are up. we alone now? Yeah. I see. Okay, scanning, yeah. scanning around, um, and you don't see anything up here, but you do Wonderful. see some. Um, uh, <laughs> you do see some some campfires, uh, evidence of old campfires uh, scattered out. Some as recent as um, uh, some as recent as a month ago. Once you like go to actually look at them, you see. Um, and someone went to some effort to hide the evidence of the uh, of the camp. Some casual scrutiny, you know, like yeah, yeah smushed smushed it over. Um, I, I would like right. to I would like to, to some information on the origin of the stonework here. Ooh, um, me too. As a dwarf. Oh god, you guys asked the hard questions. 
I will take a 17 on that. Mm. Yeah, the uh, the stonework here uh, on the pillars is from a long time ago. Mm. Where it says long ago. And far ah, from the long, long enough ago. for all record of even the cult's yeah. name to have vanished. So wow. Very there was a cult. Yeah. You, you see, see a, the dragon, the a the smile on Mock's face as he, oh, yeah. as he studies some truly remarkable stone. Because much stone, much old stone is well within living record and memory of dwarves. And to to be to encounter some some, some well crafted and ancient stone as this is, is just it's a pleasant thing. It's like wa- a human walking through a really nice old forest and being like, wow, what a wonderful space. For him it's it's an enjoyable thing to remark on stonework of this quality and age. Yeah, it is remarkable how well the parts of it has held up after this long. And from the stories you heard, you know that there's some magical protections hewn into the stone. He stands in admiration of the work uh, and prepares for the descent. Greg, how far down was that ledge in feet? Um... Number thirty got dropped a couple times, but I don't know if that was that ledge or a different ledge. Losing my spot. Um... Oh yeah, the, the drop down is uh, uh, would be very easy. It's um, it's fifty feet to the ledge. Oh, fifty feet! I can't cast that spell. The rope looks sturdy. One way to find out: send a three hundred fifty pound guy. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. She is the heaviest. Angel, want to head on down there? There's some uh, tasty rats. I, I did the dwarf stats. It was like one hundred thirty-seven or something like that. The dwarf stats? I thought they were way heavier than that. Um, I'd like, like to, to go down, um, let's see, just down the rope? Yeah. You're gonna go first? Yeah, I mean... Okay. It's easy to go down the, it's a knotted rope designed to climb down. down a rope. Very easy to climb down. Uh, you can use the wall to brace yourself, um, and, uh, you see as you're climbing down that there are carved indentations in the, uh, in the stone, uh, that you, that one could also use to climb up and down, but the rope is a lot easier and faster. As you get closer, you can see that a sandy ledge uh, that you're headed down towards overlooks a subterranean gulf of darkness to the west. Subterranean gulf of darkness. The ledge is wide, but rough. Sand, rocky debris, and bones of small animals cover it. A rough-hewn staircase zigs and zags down the side of this ledge, descending into darkness below. Uh, Looking for the... um, uh, looking for the rats, since you were already <clears throat> watching for them. You spot them, but as you're making noise coming down this rope, they scurry away and hide. Okay. I'll stay here and wait. On the rope? No, I go down. Oh, you go all the way down. Move slightly to the side. All right. <clears throat> uh, then the giant rats jump out and attack you. <laughs> okay. The moment, basically, as you're heading down, the rats, like, scurry, uh, hidden, and then when you step down onto the ledge, the rats jump out. But you knew they were there and saw them coming. The rats are like, we'll hide and get her! No! No! But in rat sound, so it's like... Unga the owl is down there to help you out. Alright, uh, roll initiative. Five. Can we all roll initiative? If you I want. don't know if you're down here. I'm good. 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 I'm good.
how close is this? I can show you. What do part. I need to edit? Oh. All right. The initiative of the rats is fifteen. It's hard to make the hair greasier. Oh, it can make it greasier. It's shinier. Yeah, shinier. Yeah. It's a good messy, messy hair. Look at it. Rats got fifteen. Fifteen. There are three rats. Uh, I got three. What did Bear Jaw get? Four. We're doing initiative? Yeah, I'll keep track. Same. One rat has a severed tail. One rat's eye is gouged out. And the yeah. other rat is particularly fluffy. Oh. Oh. Random rat generator? Don't kill the fluffy No. Just um, my brain. Uh, one rat looks That's like it like it. just went through like a sauna uh, and its hair is like all frizzy. It's been some time grooming today. Rolling initiative into this? Uh, I am... Probably, I don't know that I had said it. Where were we all climbing down, or was it just bear jaw? You guys said you were sending bear jaw all the way down. I didn't hear anyone say that they're going yeah. on the. Some at the down. top, but I'll be an initiative. In I case think you were guys doing okay. it to make sure that the rope could carry the weight. That's uh, not twenty. I mean, bear jaw. Fight them on their fight them on their own. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see bear jaw's prowess against everyone's rolling in. You're fifty feet away. Totally, I rolled in. I just, I just didn't know. You can just choose whether or not you do anything with that. Yeah, absolutely. Let's find out. Let's do that twenty. Your, your boldness in attacking these three rats is amazing. Six! <laughs> as well! 28 Oh movie. my god! 14. 16. Oh. 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 What did I get for winning? You get to go first. <laughs> you get to go first. <laughs> you get to oh, what did Moth get? Rope. Uh, total, uh, it was eight. Okay. So it's gonna be, um, Scrimcorn, Baron, and then the rats. Okay. How far away am I from the rats? Fifty feet. 50 feet. Oh, I can I can fuck with them from here. That's true. Yeah, I was curious if you had something else that range. All right, I do not. Go first. Uh, Scrimcorn starts climbing down the so rope. The three rats have all like leapt from their hiding spots, um, which uh, wasn't terribly great because you you, could, <laughs> you saw them hide. Um, and so go ahead, Scrimcorn. Uh, start climbing down the rope. Um, it seems like it's pretty straightforward. How quickly can I crawl down the rope? If That's I... a really good question. I'm going to say because it's a knotted rope, it's just half your speed. Okay, so I, I climb 15 feet down the rope. Does it require any checks? Um, no, no, no. It's gonna... easy. It will yeah, if you uh, attack or get move? attacked. Oh, you're right. Uh, or try to do tricks. Yeah, can I, can I do a double move? Is that a... Yeah, that's yeah. a dash. A dash. So I will dash. Um, so dash, I will go dash, a total dash. of 30 feet <laughs> down the rope. But then that's your whole yeah. turn. Um, okay. and uh, just add in the, actually, yeah, I'll figure out about concentrating while on the rope next turn. Cool. Concentrating on the rope. Uh, yeah, so I'm 30 feet down, 20 feet up. I want to see if I can cast a spell. Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, oh, uh, sorry, Baron, how's, how's and then the rats, and then Mock. Baron, um, yeah. yeah. Baron, uh, looks down at one of the rats. Um, I really like green. Gestures at it and says, "By in the name of Morden the Creator, be unmade." Ooh. Oh shit! Uh, the rat shits himself. And there is a sound. He's making himself one shit at a time. Uh, there is a, just a sound, a strange. Um, uh, and he has to make a wisdom check. Thirteen. Oh, he has to make a wisdom save? Wisdom, wisdom save. save. Yeah. I don't think that rat's the wisest creature around. Whoa! Oh, did it How'd you do that? It's spinning so it's much. It's a high number. It's still going. Oh, good night, everybody. This is still going. And we will continue Wait a minute. Sleep. It's not falling over. We're in the dream. That is a 13. 13. Wait, uh, wisdom? Yeah. 13. 
Uh, the save was 13, so it's... it's I, think that, that I think that succeeds. Does he yeah. make the save? He makes the save. Okay, so... That's a wise uh, Nothing, then. <laughs> Poor bear. Um, there's... <laughs> what? There's, there's the dad, the rat, coming. <laughs> squeaks! No. Enraged. The rat god is too strong. Enraged. And, uh... We don't want any. So, the only thing that'll stop you from concentrating on this And, uh, and we're gonna say he draws his crossbow. Alright. And we'll call that good. Okay, rats, and then muck. The rats leap towards, um... Bearjaw. Bearjaw, and attack, and bite! They have pack tactics, so they get advantage. Tactics. We they call have, those pack tactics. They have pack tactics. Tactics. Rap tactics. There's a third die. How many do you need? Oh wait, never mind. I don't need that one. I got these. Okay. All three of them attack. Oh, I have to re-roll. So you probably roll two dice at a time, one for each. Yep. Yep. Thirteen. Thirteen test. Uh, it's 13 on the first one, which their uh, bonus is um, 4. So 17? 17. Oh, plus 4 to the hit. Uh, I've got a 15 armor class. Uh, 15, then that hits. And it deals... I won't use your d4. I don't want to use it against you. 3 damage. Damage. These are really big rats. Ow. They are small. Where's the size my... of a half that Yeah. Where's my, where's my hit points? Hit points are probably... Wait, where are your hit points? Oh, there it is. 14. Oh, very small little thing. Okay. The next rat. Okay. Should I keep using this? Yeah. I can't, like, defend myself at all. No. Uh, you are defending with... Uh, oh, no. No active roll, if that's what okay. you're saying. Yeah. Um, the next one is a... Uh, is a 13. That's not... 15. Not enough to hit. So... And the next one is plenty enough, 19. Uh, and it will do six damage. Um, I'm gonna, let's see, that's a lot. So I'm gonna do my shrug off. What is that? When taking damage, I can roll d12, add my constitution modifier to the number rolled, and reduce my damage by that total. Oh, shit. Do that, that's a lot. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. You get like a number of uses? One per short rest. Oh, for short? Oh, that's not too bad. So twice a day. Yeah. Okay, here we go. All right. Five, and then my constitution modifier is plus two, so... That's the whole thing, off one of the attacks. Yeah. All right. So that, that rat comes at me, and she just goes... And it's, um... The damage is done, but I shrug it off, so I guess that means... What does it look like? He, he bites it's, it's into like, your arm? It's like those those two teeth in the front, you know? It's like... Oh. Like like trying to peel bark <laughs> off a tree, oh. but it's her, it's her stone flesh <laughs> coming off. And underneath is like this red, red flesh. Um, but it doesn't seem the to bother dermis. her. She doesn't even look. That's the rats. Muck and then bear jaw. Gotcha. So I'm standing up there looking at these rats. They're 30 feet away? 50. 50 feet away. 50 feet drop. So I can throw an, an axe. You could jump. Want to find out what the falling damage rules are? Nope. I don't even know that. <laughs> I'm as a 200 pound dwarf wearing chain mail. I don't need to fall 50 feet. <laughs> Ah, uh, Chuck an axe. So you spelled it from up here. What yep. did you do? What did you do? I haven't done anything. Yet. You, I'm you, you, oh, he went. Somebody went I'm down. I'm climbing. I'm gonna. You started climbing from the rope. Yeah. Uh, okay. Then yeah, I'm gonna throw an axe. 
Uh, a hatchet. That seems way beyond range for a hatchet. It's only double range. Like that. Yeah, so it's, just, it's range is twenty five. So it's two. Anything uh, anything within double is. I think. Throwing X is. I thought it was minus. Uh, no, it's no, no. a disadvantage. Is this I say bonus? Is disadvantage for going long range? Yeah. If you so there's two ranges. The first yeah. one is normal. Okay. And the second one yeah. means you can still throw it that far, but it's disadvantage. Yeah, just I roll mean, two. You nail a rat from 50 feet with a throwing axe. You just have to drop it. Sam. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, Earn some points. Earn some points for the party here. So, uh, yeah, let's just give a little twirl and lick the edge like English on the end. Good old Yukon. Follow through. He'll let one fly because he doesn't want to jump on this rope with scrimcorn and break it. I appreciate that. I like twenty feet. Yeah. So, uh, a hand axe is twenty slash sixty. So uh, yeah, okay. twenty sixty. Yeah. So uh, rolls a four Damn. for disadvantage. Ooh. Thanks for that. Checking that. Oh, it's a thirteen and a four. Oh yeah. Oh uh, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Lowest still disadvantage. Stuff. Yeah. So gets. Uh, still gets. Yeah. Still gets nine. Nine to hit. Wait. Still gets. I mean, with no. Oh, yeah, okay. So you were not giving me the actual. Hit. Okay, no. I got you. Nine. It's twelve. AC twelve. Okay. Doesn't hit. Thunk. Okay, down. Thunk down. right. And he says, says corn. Scram corn. Hurry your ass up. You see, Bearjaw sees an axe. Bearjaw sees an axe just go thunk into the ground right next to one of the rats. So there are currently no injured rats after all this. That's correct. Oh boy. Come on, that's what I'm there. To be oh, fair, uh, Bear Bear going yet to go. Bear Jaw's going. Bear Jaw's going. Yeah, yeah, exactly. One rat. Three. I just need to kill one. One rat. One rat. Um, just one rat. Okay, hold on. I'm looking for my... One rat. More. Thank you. That's kind of where I was going with that. Um, okay, we're going to... We're going um, to take the... The motivation here being that um, you made me bleed my own blood. Um, <laughs> nobody blood. makes me bleed my own blood. And uh, so she's going to harness the indignity, really, indignation. of this. In, yeah, the in, the indignation here is going to fuel um, her rage, which is now active. Oh, you're using your rage. Fuck yeah, why not? Rage! Ah! Ow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna attack the nearest rat. With what? What does she wield? Her, her great axe. How big is a great axe? It's so big. It's, it's so great! Big. It's great! How it's tall is it compared to you? Um, I'd say it's it's probably oh. uh maybe a little bit like shorter. So maybe it's like axe. it's yeah, it's like seven feet. This is and nearly a whole arm. Yeah, well, I mean, she's huge too, so think about her arm length. Oh, yeah. She needs something that's equally mm-hmm. insanely sized. Mm-hmm. All right. So, <laughs> big, big. Well, she just likes the way it looks. And it's intimidating. All right, roll your attack. Well, what does Rage give you? Um, Rage gives me a bonus to my... Uh, to my damage via the rage damage barbarian table, which I think is just a plus one at this point. All the rage all. damage plus and, two. And I can resist bludgeoning, two, piercing, Kaylin. and slashing. Is plus two? Plus two. And it's oh. only damage. Um, it's plus that and also. When you make a melee weapon attack, roll and, and saving throws. Okay. Yep. Cool. 
I am stronger. Rage is and this character's sight. Huh? Yes. Rage, 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 rage. What does Bear Jaw see? <laughs> Mostly blood and guts. Bear Jaw will probably easy. not resist rage as much as I Yeah. I go to bed. Which rat are you attacking? The one that attacked me and and did some damage. That is the one with the cut off tail. Can't have less of it. Less of it soon. Okay. Harder to hit. Plus what I see. Let's go! Get it! Okay, um, that's a... 12. 12 is, I think, I said... 12 AC. Hit, hit! Ooh, hit! Okay, so hit, then hit, that's a uh, 1d12 plus 3. Slash, slash! <laughs> Holy shit! Alright, that's a 16. Cross! 16 damage? Is that including the plus 2? <laughs> no! Is that including your rage damage? <laughs> no, it's not. 70, 80, 19. <laughs> oh, and you also resist... Bludgeoning, yeah. piercing, and smashing. I missed that. That's huge. That's the much bigger part. Yeah. That's why I did it! I didn't realize rage is more defense than offense. Yes. Like, the damage is nice, but the resist on all yes. damage types so is... so much better. Well, when there's more than one guy about to attack me, that's definitely going to be... Uh, a, 16 damage obliterates. 19. 19 damage obliterates the rat. Obliterates. <laughs> 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 like, you know yeah. Just in half. falls in half. So like you don't hit it with a blade. You hit the flat and just squat yes. it. Yes, <laughs> the flat. She's done that before. A rat swatter. Well, what did she do? I like the smack splatter because that literally just makes a smear right. of red guts flat all over of the axe. it. The spray actually goes up onto her face. She's got rat blood all over it's, herself. It's on the walls. It's on the ground. It's it's goes, spewed <laughs> off the edge of the black. <laughs> All right. All right. Yes. Do the other rats see this and fear it? Good. Thrustin rings the bell on his walking stick, the ancient bell. None of you hear it except for one rat. The fluffy rat. The fluffy uh, rat. a wisdom saving throw. No, not fluffy. That's the one that missed. It's a gentle spirit. It didn't try that hard to hit. It's trying to... Saving throw? Trying to change saving throw. Wisdom saving throw 12. It's an 11. Plus. And wisdom zero, so this oh! by one. Uh, it takes necrotic damage. It hears the Whoa. bell from the uh, the graves of Bronovar, and it knows that its time is coming near. And Told it the damage too, huh? Yeah, such a good one. Withers. Takes four necrotic damage. Four necrotic damage. So one of the rats next to you, its uh, leg just falls off. Yeah. The fluffy rat that missed you, it was sitting fear. there, and then all of a sudden it just goes like, and then as it like moves again, its leg just falls down, and it's like hobbling on three legs. Verja assumes that this is due so to the fear of okay, seeing so, its fellow uh, rats finally, explode. Finally, Onga is going to start, one at a time. Onga is going to start harrying it, and uh, and uh, uh, Drustin says, uh, Scrimcoin! Uh, my familiar is uh, distracting the fluffy one. Target it. Uh, so she's doing the help action for. Does that give me advantage? Gives you advantage. And you can do that as like a minor. No, uh, she can just she goes on her own turn. It's just she can't do much. Oh, okay, I see. Help. Cool. Yeah, but, but she's the help action is pretty awesome because it just grants advantage. Yeah. To, but for a specific ally for on a specific, specific ally target. On a specific target. Cool. So it's not on anyone attacking. <clears throat> I think Scrimjaw's Scrim Corn is next. Scrimjaw is our couple so name. That doesn't require a roller. If you're shipping that. That's a power couple name. If you ship that, that's what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's I did some research into familiars. Those guys, they're so hot right now. So hot. Everyone's talking about Scrimjaw. 
a second rope uh, drops to the ground next to you, and you realize it's a thorn whip! Oh my god! And he lashes it at the fluffy one-legged rat. I have advantage, so this is roll well, one. three-legged oh, rats. Uh, no. No. <laughs> it was already two-legged. The other ones have fallen off. Uh, this is roll one. Oh, got some. Greg's better at this than you. You launched it. Five and... <laughs> Five. <laughs> what are the odds? Oh, damn it. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, ah! No rolls today. In I whips. Dan's well-bowled roll. May I have a rolling rock? Um, Certainly so. Uh, so that's a total of ten. Uh, it's a melee attack. It's a ranged... It's a weird... It's a, Range melee. Yeah, it's range melee. Um, so it misses, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and then that was his uh, his actual attack for his move. He will shimmy down 15 more feet and then drop the last five. Okay, you can have that. Ropes clear. <coughs> Ropes clear. What? What? Uh, it's Baron. Ropes clear. Oh yeah, Baron. Uh, and the rest. He takes aim with his crossbow. After he sort of loads it up in a rat, it's like fucking rats. <laughs> Shoot a rat? And uh, he fires at uh, the one who hasn't been injured yet. One eyed. One eyed. One eyed rat. Figures he better odds of it not seeing it coming. It's not bad. Looking at a 11, oh, which is. Wild. Too short. I need 12, don't I? I need 12. Darn. Okay, well, the crossbow bolt clatters against the stone next to the rat. Rats go. Where are invokes? Yeah. I'm so used to the invokes. I know, just making it work. <clears throat> okay. You can do inspiration if we play in character. Oh. You also <laughs> go a lot faster without invokes. Yeah, yeah. I missed. Let's move on. Yeah, we're done. It's true. Uh, the rats still have um, advantage against um, uh, uh, bear jaw here, and the one-eyed rat is king in the land. Of bites down at bear jaw's leg. Oh, a twenty natural. Twenty natural twenty. What does? How do you do crits? You roll the dice twice. Add any bonuses once. I resist bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing. So, so you don't take half of it. Sweet. Wait. Oh wait. So resist is that not disadvantage on the roll? No. No. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Resistance is just half damage. Yeah. So you, you Thank do God. Do One plus three. Three. So four plus two. So six. Half that. Three damage. Assuming the rats are doing one of those varieties of damage. Piercing it would be oh, yeah, biting. Slashing would yeah. be claws. Yeah. No. It's there there be damage. Oh, the rat body slams you. Yeah. Clutch. Yeah. <laughs> and then the uh, it does nerve strike damage. And then the other rat, uh, the fluffy rats. The fluffy rat gets a, uh, a nineteen on the attack roll. All right. It'll hit uh, for a single d four, which is uh, four damage total. So you take. And then wait, is it so total or not? I'm giving you the total. You do uh, your. Okay. You play your own the mechanics. Okay, I'll so try to keep that same pattern. Okay, mock your next and then bear jump. Healing. Um, looking pretty crowded down there. Uh, <laughs> a lot of rats. This is not a huge ledge, right? How, how, how big is the ledge? It's a pretty. It's a big enough for the rest of the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright. The ledge is. So, yeah. Two rounds to climb down there. Or you guys are already there. Just drop. I'm not. 
<laughs> it's like 25 by 20 feet. Yeah. That's not that big, but it's not tiny. Well, look, Scrimcorn freed up the rope, so I'll uh, I'll start it's climbing like this down. Room, baby. I'll I'll dash down. Dash down. Okay, your speed is 25. Oh, your speed is 25, so you can get 50. You can get all the way down. Climb down. Well, no, it's half. It's, it's, it's oh, because it was half, so 25 total. Yeah. Yeah. You get 25 feet down. Okay, who's next? Oh, Kemp did. Uh, it is Bear Jaw and then me. Bear Jaw. Bear Jaw. Messy adventures. It's not. It's not. Specifically gross, but it's not like oh, whatever. Well oiled every morning. <laughs> it depends on the setting, and he's been on the road for a month. Okay, good to know. Bear Jaw, your turn. Gotta okay, stab. well, there's one eye, Mc McRat. One eye, so. fluffy. One eye. Well, the one that got the twenty is definitely the That's one. That's one eye. Yeah. One eye got you in the leg. Real Ow, good. Six snacks, dick. Yeah, that that's dick move. I'm gonna definitely attack that rat. All right, go for it. Here we go. <laughs> that's a five, six, seven, eight. Eight. That's an eight. The rat saw you pancake the other one, and this rat jumps out of the way. <laughs> Damn it! Quick before it comes out. <laughs> oh well. Who's next? Okay, uh, I'm casting Toll the Dying on the injured one. Wisdom, uh, the the fluffy one. The fluffy oh. one. Uh, yeah. Wisdom saving throw. Oh, oh wisdom saving throw. Casting? It's Toll the dead. What's that I don't number? Know what that is? Uh, it's a two. No, it's a nineteen. I was about to say, look like two numbers. Uh, yeah, yeah two numbers. you got nineteen. Yeah, it, no damage. <laughs> These rats are killing us. Uh, and then uh, she is going to. Uh, which one are you going to do? And I'm down to gonna, uh, I was going to do that. Uh, that one. That one. One legged, three legged. The fluffy one. Fluffy one. Okay, and once again, uh, the owl harries the fluffy one. All right. Uh, next up it is like... Scrimcorn. Yeah. Batting with its it little looks claws. Right here. Um. Uh. Still with the with the dangling uh, briar. It's it's like it's a, it's a muddy it's a muddy briar. Like it's mud and thorns. You know, if you get hit with it, you're gonna be infected. Like, how did it not dry off on the way here? Lashes again with so it. So juicy all the time. Lashes again with it with advantage. You have to get two dice. Like the fluffy. Yeah. That's that's that way. Right, in right. case there's some. Yeah. Yeah. Yes! Oh, yeah. All right. That's going to kill it. I'm pretty sure it has two hit points. So I'm pretty sure it's Let's one. one. <laughs> Three. Three total. No, Three. You have no plus on your attack? Uh, Most spells don't. We're no, using it's range melee. Oh, that's a, a spell? This is a cantrip. Yeah. Oh, I thought you had a whip weapon. No, no. it's a spell. No, 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 no. no, no. I have this and a sword I kind of don't know how to use. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, use right, it mostly well, it for uh, oh, wait, a sword. You want a druid? It doesn't kill it. Yeah, scimitar. Scimitar. Let's get the. He's he, doing description. He grabs it on, grabs onto it, and instead of pulling it towards him, with a flick of it, he launches it off the edge <laughs> into the ravine. Well In it to the ravine, and you hear the the chittering, skittering <laughs> as it falls down. Fucking rot. There we go, that'll do it. That hits. How much damage? Uh, ten. Oh, that kills it! Uh, crossbow bolt snaps down, just... Right through the head of the, of the rat that was biting Bear Jaw's leg. Crossbow bolt from straight above, just thunk through its head, pins it to the ground. He did great at avoiding the one thing he was looking at. Sneak attack. Clever girl. The rat's cleared. 
You can all climb down to the ledge, and we'll continue next week. <laughs> we killed some rats. We killed some rats. And twig guys. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So that left one, the one with the glasses, is me. Right. And the bear, the bear uh, thing, and then you had the blonde beard. Okay. Oh, you yeah. have the ornate. Braided. Yes. Okay. So that's distinctive enough. Where's Where's uh, Bear Jaw? I'm working on that. Oh, I, only well, got, I only got enough of you. Ma- I don't, I'm I don't also remember. Mo- I don't Drusten, remember. Are you completely bald? Completely bald. He's hairless. I've got I, the I've I got didn't the male pattern bald. No, 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 it's okay. No, it's okay. No, 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 bro. Right. Bro. bro. I, I, I bro. appreciate the artwork. We're off to a good start. The artwork is adjustable. Adjustable. Love. The Dwarven Cousins. The Dwarven Cousins. It's fucking great. Should we be racist? Dwarven Council. Dwarven Council. <laughs> Are you going to pull Gather the, the council. council Gather the council all the time? No. I mean, as often as it needs to happen. Eventually you won't be an outsider. Exactly, right. exactly what Sam says, as often as it needs, but I don't expect it to be